Hey everyone, this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Autotempest.com. You know how when you're up late at night by yourself, no one's around, nobody's looking, what are you doing? You're looking at cars online. I know, me too. That's how it goes. But what you don't want to do is have to look at seven different places to get the same amount of information. Autotempest.com is here to make your life a lot easier. Here's how. It searches all the top car listing sites in one place. Sites like Cars.com, eBay Motors, CarSoup, Cars Direct, and many more, plus many individual dealers and private sellers. You can then compare those results from AutoTrader and all of Craigslist. Not just a couple hundred miles around your city either, the National Craigslist Database. So you can find the exact car you want for the best price without wasting a ton of your time browsing around all those different sites. Uh, I have used Autotempest.com to price shop a bunch of different stuff, and it consistently uh, gives me a nice big spread of what's happening across the market uh, in one place. It's uh, it's really, really nice. Uh, Autotempest.com, go check it out. Uh, this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is also sponsored by Haggerty. Haggerty Insurance. That's true. We have uh, a little deal with Haggerty going on right now. And uh, it's a fun game at the end of the show where we discuss collector car values and what's happening in the marketplace. But go to Haggerty.com right now now uh, to find out more about Haggerty Insurance uh, or read some of their articles or Haggerty.com slash newsletter and you can suggest topics for our Haggerty conversation at the end of the show. Uh, we've also got uh, Beeline Coffee. Code TST gets you 15% off at Beeline Coffee. Dylan Optics Sunglasses, my favorite sunglasses. Just use the, uh, the smokingtire.com under the Partners tab. Click on that Dylan banner. I'll give you a free t-shirt for uh, supporting the people who support us. On this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast, we got two old friends in the building, Brendan McAleer, uh, who is actually writing for Haggerty now. He's got uh, all of his articles are up at brendanmcaleer.com, but you can check him out at haggerty.com as well. And our friend Brad Brownell of Radwood, and uh, he also writes for Jalopnik, and he drove up in a terrible Porsche 912 that shoots fire for all the wrong reasons. Uh, but this is a good show. Enjoy it. It's the Smoking Tire Podcast. Smoke entire podcast. That's when you just drop bomb, bomb, cell phone bomb right into the <laughs> fresh cell phone, fresh stormtrooper cell phone. What's happening? Smoke entire podcast afternoon edition. Brendan McAleer. How you doing? Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Welcome. Yes. Good day. Have you been? Have you, I hope you've been holding like a bunch of awesome shit in because you've been sitting there like not for like five minutes, like. Not just, talking, just, which is good. Oh, they think the I'm, pre-show self-control. Well, the Simpsons episode where he's like, they think I'm slow because I'm from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet Canadian. But Welcome. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll warm it up. Fresh off the plane. Fresh off the plane. I like booking people. Well, that's the good thing about the studio being close to LAX. You're yeah. just like, oh, when do you land? Yeah, just straight yeah. here. Yeah, straight yeah, here. Yeah. And apparently this uh, bridge side cut northeast IPA yeah. went in the check bags. Went in the check bags, yeah. Fucking we, we had to pray. I saw. I pray saw, to make it. I saw no a, bottles, like a Twitter thread earlier today that was like, Brendan's bringing beer on the airplane. And I was like, 
Wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's got French on it too. That is Brad Brownell. What's happening? It's uh, it's happening. The cell from Jalopnik. The cell phone. The cell phone bombing was you dive bombing into Brandon's podcast today. Yeah, it sure like was. A boss. I sent him a message last night. I was like, "Hey, uh, would you be pissed if I hopped on?" And he's like, "Nah," because he's nice and Canadian like that. Yeah, he's just too polite. To be like, <laughs> fuck, that was my show. Uh, we're doing this one live youtube.com slash the smoking tire slash live two. if you're not actually listening to it live hopefully next time you realize we shouted out early in the day and then multiple times before we start going live on uh, our social media so if you want to interact with us on the super chat whatever we're talking about if you want to dive into that youtube super chat and uh, bo dive bomb right in uh, like my student, Stormtrooper cell phone, ask us questions about shit we're talking about on the show. Feel free to do that. Um, what's happening, boys? Not Brandon, much. what brings you to town? I think we're both here for uh, for Luft. Oh, my God. Indeed. Is, is, do we, if we were to jalopnikize the title of this podcast, it would, <laughs> would be, Is Luftkegels the new Pebble Beach? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'd go that far. I think that's why it's a perfect title because the answer is always no. no. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach Betteridge's uh, law of headlines. Zach hidden behind. Oh, you don't have a camera today, Zach? Do you? No, I don't. But it's okay. Oh, you don't have a camera. All right. So he doesn't like his hair today. So he Timmy, <laughs> Timmy had a panic situation <laughs> at his day job. So Zach has to do board duties today. I'm the only one who sounds like an 11 year old. It's fine. We respect <laughs> the hustle. <laughs> Luftkigolt is Sunday. It is. Fucking Pat Long and Howie have really done a number on that on this event, haven't they? I missed four, but three was bomb. So I'm excited to see Wait, five. Which four three, was last year. Which was the one where it rained? Last year. That was that four. Yeah, okay. That the photography from that one yes. came out. Fucking uh, Drew uh Drew got super lucky. <laughs> All his pictures have like a glisten oh, on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lucky bastard. Um this year it's in Torrance. Mm -hmm. It's uh at a at a Lumberyard. Yeah, I did you get the emails? I they did. were sending the emails yeah. about the story of the lumberyard. Yeah. Do you want to you want to give a give the people the story of the lumberyard? It's like some people from Germany that came over and they Oh, come on. Well, you can well, do better. Do, do you do I have to go through my email on well, the show? Of course, you know, everybody knows that that Porsche was first building cars cars in a lumber facility. Yes, in Gmund. Yeah, in Gmund. In with a dirt oh, is that, floor. Is it, do you pronounce it with a T? I think is so. Gmund. Gmund. I mean, German in German confirm? is always like harsh like that. So that's probably true. I had where I had this email that actually told the story. Yeah, it's the, it's a connection of lumber yards. Yeah. That's really it. But the people that own this lumber yard in Torrance are from Germany. Oh, and they they had a lumber yard in Germany, and now they moved here. And I, I it's a thing. I it was a PR email. I didn't read it. <laughs> You all you do is scroll down and look for the unsubscribe button. Exactly. Yeah. And when there isn't one, you reply in all caps: yeah. "Unsubscribe." You look for the uh, sign up as media and get in for free. Right. <laughs> well, here's how you know when an event is becoming like a real big thing is when there's like multiple pre parties. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, well, and then and when when you can almost sell out without announcing the venue mm -hmm. then maybe maybe yeah. that's okay yeah what what is the definition of sell out for them <laughs> no no i don't mean it. that's not what i meant i don't mean like well, they ran out do of they space. mean that they yeah. don't have morals or you no, know, they, know how many cars i meant there were people I, well, or whatever you can't get in as a spectator yeah they sold out wait i'm sorry tickets. yeah if i don't have a ticket i can't go i'm sure you can 
But you I've, can go because you add media. Uh, pro- I could probably just go. Yeah. But the only thing other I'm, people can't go. The only thing I'm afraid Shit. of is there are people that are flying in that don't have tickets. Well, the guy from. Uh, uh, <laughs> are there going to be love to called scalpers? Probably. Uh, Bro. Yeah. There are. I. If there are, can yeah, we I'm do a Jalopnik no. deep dive profile? <laughs> yeah. Where's Patrick George? Yeah, Patrick, yeah. come out here and start interviewing. He's texting me already. He's Scalpers. listening to you and already texting yeah. me. Hey, If you're going to scalp tickets for a lift cult, you have to wear a bring a trailer shirt. Oh, my God. How funny would that be? I Speaking of text, listening and texting right now, go fuck yourself, John Klein. Just what, <laughs> what did he say? He says to tell you you're a jackass. Oh, well, that's true. So I I'm, mean, he's a piece of shit. So, so we're just now we're just. Yeah. See? Although now he's a piece of shit with a job. Congrats, John. I heard you got a job. He got a job? I think he got a job at topgear.com. Oh, he's, oh yeah, yeah, he's yep. freelancing with them. Oh, is yeah. it? A, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Either way. Not a, it's a gig, not the, a Oh, it's a gig, gig, not a job. Yeah. 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 But, cold uh, cold but as no, ice, I mean, Brad. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, all the love in the world to Jonathan. He's a great guy. And Go he fuck helped, yourself. He helped me pull an engine on Monday, so. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's a friend. And I got it running today. I'm, I, my phone just buzzed again. I ain't looking. <laughs> no. He's you want to talk to me again. on this show, John Klein? Get in that super chat, bro. Let's <laughs> see what you got. <laughs> is, is it, Brad, is the engine running or did it just get turned on? You know, uh, is, that I, the, is that the gig version I, of rebuilding an engine? I drove it one mile. Would you say it got turned? I think that's a gig. It I ran drove one it, mile. I drove it one mile yeah. and the fuel injection system <laughs> clogged with old... Shit, Zach, Zach, that's a, that line. Yeah, off was extremely overlooked, but yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. No, when you said good. that was a gig. That's a fucking good line. Write that down for for later. For, for people who don't know, Manuel Carrillo, who was on last week, uh, his car is now running. I got it. I came oh, down that, here. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Is you were yeah. doing, you did it in a week. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Four days. Wow. We had the engine out on Monday. I did the valve seals Tuesday and Wednesday, and put it back in. Last night and ran it today. Have you ever done an engine in four days? <laughs> four? No. That's awesome. No, but he's a better writer than I am, so he wins. Does it run good? No. The, <laughs> so it sat for 15 years. Yeah. So there was sludge in the bottom of the fuel tank, and we fixed that months ago. And I think some of it got in the fuel distributor because it's a CIS car. So it'll run great when you're at full throttle. Uh huh. But anything off full throttle, it starts to fill the cylinders with fuel. So I think it's pumping fuel in when you're when, when it's you're not n- supposed when it's to. not supposed to. Uh. So it's it's um it's flooding the cylinder basically, and it's uh causing the spark plugs to foul. Ah. So. Oh yeah, didn't you say it was eating spark plugs like every five minutes or something? <laughs> no, they you just have to let them dry out. Oh, okay. the fuel will evaporate. You're just sitting on the side of the road for. 10 oh. minutes and then, oh. yeah. How long does it take for it to die? A mile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, aren't these old cars like awesome? They are awesome when they're running great. I drove my 76 today and I drove it all the way from Reno to here. It's parked outside. Yeah, it's parked outside. It is. It's a 912E. Yeah. And it's awful. Is it Matt e would hate it. the slowest 912? Yes. The E is the slowest Porsche ever. The sl- actually, the slowest actually, Porsche ever. Is it slower than the slowest 914? Yeah, it same is. same engine, same engine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's probably some early 356s that are slower because those had like 50 horsepower. Yeah, I drove a 356A that was yeah. extremely slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine has 88, <laughs> 88 to the crank. Mm-hmm. So it's got like 60 to the wheel, and it has how many gears? Four, five, or five. Okay. But I live at 4,500 feet, 
So oh. it probably has like 40 horsepower. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. I would so, love to put your car on a Reno dyno. Oh, man. Yeah. Do they, does anyone even bother dyno testing oh, yeah. cars in Reno? To- they totally, do? totally. Yeah, but they, they, they you know, factor in yeah. altitude. Yeah. So. <laughs> what else is going to be? It? Is, there, is there a like a thing, a hook at Luft this year? I don't know. Allegedly. I don't see anything. No? It's just- I, I talked to. Uh, um, oh, I know something. Bruce and, Canepa, yeah. um Put that mic closer to your face. Sorry, I talked to Bruce Canepa about that something idea. else, and mm-hmm. he listed off a whole bunch of stuff. There's like a nine, early 60s 911R prototype, mm-hmm. 917, 934 and a half. What is a 934 and a half? Is that, can you figure out what a Porsche 934 and a half is? It's a 934 with 935 parts. Oh, well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And there'll be a... Uh, um, he's bringing one of his 959S builds. This one's blue on red, um, which I think should look awesome. Well, the nine, and then look at that else. 934 and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a narrow-bodied car it's, that they stuck a, a wider rear fender on and not a and big... And the big wing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So did he you, tell you about that? Can you kick that, that over, Zach? The 959? To the, to the show? That's fucking sexy as hell. Look at that thing. Boom. Boom. Fucking nice. Is that the Apple livery? Is that no, Apple? No, that's the um, what is that B and B like fiberglass? Oh, okay, really? I'm, yeah, I, good for you recognizing what I, that is. I'm Did the Porsche B and B anywhere? Do you just, no, that's just their. their that looks like uh, looks like Harvey Milk for congressman. <laughs> okay, let's, let's. This is since you got a Canadian content guy here. Uh, pull up uh, Walter Wolf Kramer. K3. Oh my god! Oh, well, there you, know you go. Do you know this thing? I know who Walter Wolf is, All right, so and I know what a Kramer nine three five is. So Walter, yeah, the road car. I know mm-hmm. Walter a little bit. I see him every couple months. Uh, there, this oh, is a street this. car. Who was on the show talking about this car? Was it you last time you were here? No, uh, no. Last I've been here, been here for a couple of years. I was here with um, Spin who and um, was talk. I forgot who was talking about this car on the show, but that's his his nine thirty five street car, right? Basically, so this, this replaced <laughs> this replaced the third Countach uh, prototype, which he had. Uh, this thing went three thirty eight kilometers an hour on the autobahn in nineteen eighty. <laughs> that's like so. Here's that's the, like eighty five miles here, an hour. Here's right? the three. What's wait? What three three eighty five? Two oh. Four. Wow! I don't know. Nice. In 1980, that's the car it replaced. Uh, yeah, that's the car it replaced. He had the special Countach that he. Uh, that yeah, he those did are uh, the those are those are all pretty cool. Um, the the coolest thing about those is that so when it was the LP 400, he wanted more tire on it, and he actually uh, he called Pirelli and said, uh, "I want you to make me a 335 series tire." And because they were supplying all the race car, he owned the Formula One team at the time, so they made him. So he basically called Pirelli and said, "Make me a tire," and they made him a tire. And then that car was under. That was the red one that was underpowered. The last one has. Uh, it's in Japan. It has 500 horsepower, 701 steering, Formula One. In, they changed the rear suspension. It's painted uh, like a purple, right? Is it's it, a I dark, I dark, dark car. blue. Super dark mm. blue. It does look kind of purplish in some light, but it's like a I remember it being midnight. in some magazine. I yeah. thought it was like almost eggplanty, but yeah, 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 right. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're cool. Uh, those things are cool. Oh, uh oh, Zach. <laughs> 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 
But I mean, <laughs> like that that one is was for sale in Germany. The K three, mm-hmm. uh, the blue Porsche was. Yeah, but the 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 this is the the coolest thing about that car. Is it uh, Canadian listeners? That car was in uh, the south of France with Alberta plates on it. Um, he it still has the original front tires on it. The rear tires have been replaced because when he drove it between. Uh, you know, south of France and Cologne, he would actually burn them off by the time he got there, and he would have a plane fly him a new set of tires, the rain tires, sha- shaved awesome. rain tires, and then uh, fly them back, uh, or then he'd drive back. These when you rich fly in your test. They're the best. It's like that fucking Hammond bit from the first season of Grand Tour where you had the tire truck follow him around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the greatest idea. To do that, just fly your own spares wherever you need to go. I mean, yeah, that's so just, pimp, yeah. so pimp. And what did it sell for? Do you know? It's it did not sell. Uh-huh. It's for sale. It, I think it's in. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you think they want for that? Oh, big money. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the thing is, I, the thing that sucks is that it got bought by an Italian uh, driver of some kind that I don't I don't remember his name, but people would he would be like involved in racing at some level, but he bought it and never drove it. Whereas Walter's uh, deal was always like, well, I just want to buy something and drive it and sell it. Buy it, drive it, sell it. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. He just treats it like a car, well, not the, like a This was replaced by a street-plated uh, M1 Pro car. <laughs> <laughs> so That's extremely bad. <laughs> I mean, he's just, yeah. Do you know what replaced the M1 Pro car? I don't. Like a, no. I'm thinking like a Koenig Testarossa twin turbo well, or something I like that. I think that 288 GTO showed up about that time because he, he did a 288 GTO and then an F40 and uh, F40 LM and stuff like that. Like it, like the. Is it your duty as a Canadian to know about Walter Wolt? Was he Canadian or was he German? He was. He's Austrian but naturalized Canadian. Uh, I read a story about him when he was wanted by Interpol and I was like... <laughs> And then I looked, so I looked, I just was reading something and said something, blah, 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 Lamborghini. I'm like, oh, okay. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh, oh, this is, these are like the reason the Countach has a wing is uh, because of this guy. And then further, all his cars have uh, Canadian flags on them. And if you go to Japan and you purchase a Tomica uh, Countach, like a Hot Wheel, their version of Hot Wheels, uh-huh. has little Canadian flags on it. Really? And they do not explain that anywhere. <laughs> but little Japanese kids are playing with like, so like Ma- someone Maple somewhere Leaf. may decided his Countach was. Well, old. they all sold to Japan because it was an uh, economic bubble. So they just sold into Japan, all of them. Uh, one of them ended up in Switzerland, but uh, they they just happened to come to Japan, and apparently there was this Japanese culture thing where they would do supercar shows and just have people come to them in the eighties and nineties, um, and. Uh, I, having talked to the guy who now owns the third car, he's like, yeah, when I was in elementary school, like we would go to these things where there would be all these cars. And I remember seeing that thing. And then eventually he, you know, uh, had his collection is insane. Uh, he, um, our mutual acquaintance, uh, Mr. Moroy. Oh, yeah. So is that who has it? No, his friend uh, stores a bunch of cars there. So Takeshi's oh, okay. collection is like... One yeah. section of the warehouse. There's that guy who runs the Milmiglia with all his little Fiats, and then there's this big <laughs> section. That where so we're in Japan, 
and this this really nice guy, uh, Mr. Moroy, has a like a medical sales device company or something. No, so, it. What yeah. does he make? He he makes the machines that make iPads. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Oh. He he has the. Uh, in his basement, like his whole factory. I don't know if he took you through a factory tour. We saw like the main level quickly, but we didn't have a lot of time. And there was a thousand oh, right. degrees I remember that. in there. It yeah. was like 140 yeah, yeah, yeah. degrees inside that place. He has a CNC machine that's so big. He, uh, The guy who crashed the 757B at Goodwood, they CNC'd a whole body for it. <laughs> <laughs> That card came back to life because he just was like, oh, I built one. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. So he had the his he had a warehouse that was, I don't know, 50,000 square feet, 60,000 square Huge. feet. Yeah. Huge. Full of cars. Full of cars. Wow. And he was this was the guy who uh, street drives the 962. Oh, that, yeah. And that street drives the GT40 Mark 223. It's, it's like half an It has a It's C an in-betweener. It has a Sebring oh, front end and a Le Mans rear. Or Whatever the it is, it's, it's real though. It's it, not like a bullshit. It, and then he's got DTM cars. He drives. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got. Zach, guy, I have photos gangster. of all this on. Uh, if you go to when I used to write for the Drive, go to the Drive, and then uh, just look up me. Boy, uh, that kind of fell apart, didn't it? Dude, the, this guy's collection and was then, crazy. There's Walter. We'll click on that one. It's just I drove a, a Huracan up to see Walter. Uh yeah, and then just click on my name; it'll be far, far down. Yeah, the Jolly. Oh my God, that, that Jolly! You drove it's a Fiat Jolly. It's Jolly's a Fiat cool. six hundred Jolly, so it has a little bit of power. It's like fifty horsepower, uh, probably. For those who don't know what a Jolly is, it has wicker seats, and that's all you need to fucking. So, <laughs> so we drive it. I drive it over the Lionsgate Bridge, and there's guys in like GLs uh, coming over to take a closer look, and then. Um, uh, yeah, just keep going down, Zach. It'll show up. Am I looking for Walter? No, no, just keep scrolling down. It's like it's like it says something like "most interesting man in the world" or something. They came up with something. Something is up with that page. Um, but anyway, uh, the, we I drive it over. It's terrifying, right? Like huge looming things. You have no protection, no seatbelts, no nothing. Uh, and then we park it, and the uh, woman who owns it is like, "Yeah, and it's also got a cracked frame." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not that's something bad. you tell me now. Uh, oh my more, God! More, All more, the more, things. More, more, more. <clears throat> and this guy, this guy, uh, Mr. Moroy, in his in his garage. I think there were four Toyota 2000 GTs. Uh, when I was there, there were thirteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was in a. And lull. <laughs> actually, his his car will be at the Peterson. He has the Bond. 2000 GT convertible. Oh yeah, that I just saw that car at uh, the Toyota Museum. Yeah, so like there's, a year there's ago. Two, uh, the I believe Toyota owns the um, production car, at, like the the movie production car, the hero car, mm -hmm. and then there was a promotions car. So he has the oh. promotions car, um, and that's freshly restored and coming to the Peterson. Yeah, he's like a being, super uh, 2000 GT enthusiast. Yeah, oh, geez, you are making Zach look way too fucking okay, far that's for that way article. Too deep. Yeah, I'm pulling the ripcord on that one. Deep cut, four pages deep. You can attempt the search <laughs> function, but, oh, but I, for, I forbid you from any more scrolling. The coolest thing he's doing now is uh, he's building. He's doing singer style 308. So there was 308s there when you were there, right? Like he's a real. Uh, there was the a group 308 four, there, group, four, group four, yes. So he's building those. He had 308 race cars, awesome. From scratch, like they're not, they're not real. They're like, but they take the. He has like, uh, he builds the body out of mild steel. CNC's the and, fucking body. Yeah, it's really cool, <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Speaking of singer style, did you see what Lee built? Did you see Lee's, Lee Keen's Instagram today? 
Oh, did he finally finish his back Yeah, date? yeah. Did you pull up? It's Lee, uh, L-E-H-M-A-N-K. Lehman K is in his Instagram. He finished his back date 964. Oh, that yellow thing. Oh. Bro. Pull that picture over, Zach. So it's that like RSR is style. fucking hot, homie. It's mm. got a four liter in it. Oh, really? Yeah. What's uh? The There's race a, car in the back? No, no. I've seen his 993 race. He's oh, yeah. got like a he got a lot. collection. They got a lot of race cars. Um, yeah. There's like a bunch of photo. It's one of those. Yeah. That it, that things. car. So it's got real wide, really wide hips. It's mm-hmm. got it's like almost like a 964 turbo saw stance uh, with a ducktail. The gray Fuchs. Oh. It's got that Recaro uh, sort of technical fabric. That inside. interior is fantastic. That's what my interior is going to look like, but with different fabrics, actually. It's well, exactly yeah, I saw your I saw your uh, municipal bus. Hell yeah, bro. You got <laughs> my, bus and my city bus pattern. <laughs> that looks dope. Yeah. Nice. This car... Here, wait. Can you, can you play that? I think you can, right? Oh, God. Oh, my God. That sounds... I just got an erection. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow! Wait, that, it's got that, like some real bass to it. Look at that! It's a titanium exhaust. Wow! That's amazing welding. That's wow. That yeah. is a very good looking Porsche. Like I, <laughs> I make crazy. fun of them a lot for looking the same, but like the ducktail with the hips and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. the oh, that's the right combination of features. I bet you. I don't know how much that costs to build, but I bet you it's two hundred fifty grand. Those wheels, uh, by the way, the six. Uh, those are seventeen inch. Uh, gray RSR style Fuchs. Mm-hmm. My Safari build is going to have that exact finish on a 16, and that same oh, wheel. Cool. Yeah, so it's a gray. It's a gray RSR style wheel, but we're doing it in the 16. Nice. Um, God damn, Lee, that car is sexy as fuck, son. Sexy as fuck. What do the people think, Zach? Anything? Anything of interest? I saw. I saw something in the super chat. Is that something worth visiting? Not yet. No? Not yet. Was all it? right. We have to visit all of them, but not yet. Oh, all right. Keep them on their toes, son. So It's it's not a car question. I'll just tell you that. It's <laughs> oh, a, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Brendan, when you were on, when you were talking to uh, Bruce Canapa, yeah. did he tell you the details of this 959? No, no, no. no I, he called me because... Because I know. Because I did. <laughs> I was doing a story on the uh, Chizetta V16. Oh, you didn't so, get to drive one, did you? No. Did you get to ride in one? No, no, no. I just like I called uh, Claudio and I called uh, a guy who wrote a story about it and like I just was doing a you know history of blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So this is remote. But I yeah, saw that running on Saturday. I was at their cars and coffee. I'm sorry. The, saw a Chizeta? Yeah. Running? Yeah. Well, Marauders is at uh, is at, at Canapa. Yeah. Uh, and also, Claudio has the um, the Austrian one back in his possession. Um, what do so they sound like when they run? They sound good. Uh, a lot like two Arakos next to each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just such a it's such a it's such a cool car because it it's just so like uh, audacious in the face of like you can't do like you can't do this. Yeah, and then. It gets what does that top real ugly. <laughs> real someone, ugly. Someone no, I mean, explain like, the top headlight, please. Because like it's just shining light on the headlight in front of it, and it doesn't really, <laughs> you it know, doesn't really do anything. But it's never seen a wind tunnel. It's never seen this that. Like it. Oh, it's it's it, awesome. It's basically just 
uh, Italians being Italians and just being like, we can. Ch- we, it has to be more audacious to be can more outrageous. Can you give outrageous. us a picture of a? Could you want to spell Chiz- it's C I Z E T A? Go to Radwood Official. There's oh. a photo video of it running. Absolutely, get that plug. Oh, you have a video of it. Great. Yeah, yeah. Get that plug into Radwood Official Instagram. Go and down. down oh, there down. is nope, that it? Nope, nope. Keep going oh, right there to the right. The way. Zeta Marauder. So, did you know that there is in existence a engine cover for that that says Chizetta Stallone because he was the original? Wait, turn that down a little That's bit, sorry. Because he was what? Because Sylvester Stallone was the original intended partner back when he was doing Cobra. That sounds sort of cool. Sort of not cool, also. Sounds half way out sounds of balance. Broken. That sounds broken. That. Wait, that sounds like there are two engines running at the same time. That's basically what it is. Is there yeah. something else running in this video, or is there only one vehicle running that, in this that's video? That's it. Sorry about that. Exactly. It actually sounds. You know, they always talk about, oh, it's two engines put together. Like, mm-hmm. I have an Aston Vanquish, which is two Mondeo V6s Whoa. stuck together at the crank. But it sounds like one engine. That yeah. sounds like there's two vehicles. Yeah. Next to it sounds like one of the engines had parakeets in it, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just, it's got to be such a nightmare. Right like, such a nightmare. To Bro, how's a valve job go on one of them fucking things? Yeah, oh, is that the headlight animation? Look at this. <laughs> just so I cool. love complexity. It's so weird. I love that car. Great. <laughs> love it. What do you think one of those would trade hands for? I, I don't. And in indeterminate amount of money. You'll never know. <laughs> no one will can't ever you ask him to make you build you a new yeah, one? Yeah, but he won't. He says, I, I was like, oh, and it said, like, you know, in 2005, you could build one and it would cost you $680,000. And he's like, well, that's the old price, you know, the new price. <laughs> that's the old price. I, I, I mean, you'd really have to really want that for no of course mm-hmm. you just, have to have everything else yeah there but there's so many rich people right now that there is yeah there, there the, that hypothetical you'd have to have everything else exists yeah. now yeah. which is crazy so yeah. speaking of that uh the story that i'm trying to get around to here <laughs> is the 959 that canapa's bringing to oh Lefkakult. yeah because you went out in, in briefly in the regular 959 yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at radwood sonoma they're they're unveiling at Luftgekult, and I can say this, technically it's embargoed right now, but on Sunday they're unveiling it, and this will come out after that. So Yeah, exactly, unless you're one unless of the like, watching 150 people live. watching it. Right. Well, technically the ZR1 is embargoed until Monday, and yet I'm going to talk about it on the show for those who are listening. So, yeah, if you're, li- if you're on live right now, you stick around because we're talking about ZR1. So um, they are... Canapa 959. Canapa, Canapa 959, they're building something called an SC. 959 SC. Okay. And it's going to be 800 horsepower-ish. Uh, and each they're building 50 of them, and each one will be individually specific. So it'll ha- each one will be a different color. The interior will be different. They'll be, like, specced up. So it's better chassis, better, you know, wheels and tires, better everything. Man, who is this fucking customer? Where is the... But where they've already the sold four. So but where does the car come from? Like, does it? Is it like you, you bring one nine five nine? You bring one nine five nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I've heard that you know Sam went to go there, and he said I don't know if he drove one or not, but he said the comfort is not really. 
is kind of like a yeah, yeah. It's, all it's right. a nine eleven with a weird. Yeah, body dude. It was the, I mean, you're driving nine thirty turbo. Yeah, they call those things like like so 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 scary back in the uh, day. They're yeah, not, they're not. They're not. But, they, but that's with modern. You put modern tires on exactly. Right. Like, well, exactly. but okay. So to say the double that for the nine five nine because it was even more composed. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, look, four hundred horsepower is not nothing, but. No. And it's not like that. Fuck, I just got out of a 755 horsepower Corvette. I do want to hear about that. Jesus Christ. Was it fast? Of course it was. No. Yo, you can pull up. I mean, you know. Zach, I got a lot of pictures. If you want to pull up the Google Drive, there's a whole image of stills, If you a whole cache of stills. But the, the, so how much does Kanepa want for these crazy SC things? (sighs) If you have to ask. It's an extra, do you think it's a million on top of the 959? I would, I would assume. You I don't know for sure, but million? probably close to it. I mean, they're they're doing to bare metal or bare carbon, and then repainting it, and you know, starting over. So it's <sighs> it's every single part of the car in the same way that like a singer does an early nine eleven or a backdate. They're doing a similar thing to a nine five nine. And if a singer is half a million dollars at starting point, yeah, and the yeah. car you buy base it on is sixty five grand, <laughs> right? Yeah, Oof, Jesus. Well, it's like that. Your the Stratus, like, mm-hmm. I mean, what is that? A four fifty eight Stradale? You got? Oh, have, that and, thing. Yeah, you got to do. I give him a four thirty Scud, right? Four thirty Scud, and yeah. then uh, and then turn in, that thing looks cool as hell. Does <laughs> does look pretty cool. The, the reissued Stratos. I like I like that one. A I lot. love that car. It's great. What are are nine five nines? They like they tapped a million and then they oh they're over they're over a million they're they over went, but are they really up. on the way up like yeah. not I thought they were kind of like steady at uh, so uh, I think there was a a nine five nine S that sold a few years ago and I know who owns it but he bought it for he was the first one I saw over a million. And since then, I have not seen one under a million. <laughs> yeah, but okay. an S is, I mean, 50? 50 of them? 45? Right. right, right, right. But yeah. I mean, comforts are over a million now. Yeah. But they were climbing. Uh, they did, uh, they had, uh, Hagerty did a thing when they did the F40, and they showed how F40 values kind of like dipped because there's tons of them. Yeah, we have um, one big sale, and then they dump a bunch of them the next yeah, year. Yeah. And then they kind of tank and, and mm. mellow out. But there's like, you know, four times as many F40s as there are 959s, so. Sure. Well, you I mean, the- Zach can find a 959 for sale on eBay? <laughs> Look yeah, at the completed Leo. listings, cars and trucks. I bet you you don't find one. The one that I wrote in, they were asking 1.75, so. Right, so that one and would that probably a- sell for 1.5-ish, yeah. 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 Well, there's an F40 on eBay for a mil five. <laughs> There's only, only a day one? and a half left. You got bid, you got a bid now. What is that? A ninety-two last year production. How many miles? Buy it now, buddy. Eighty-five hundred. Eighty-five hundred. Oh, that's like low miles. The guy in Rosso uh, Corsa Euro <laughs> spec. It's in Houston. So you bring your oil money. <laughs> Tell you what, I'd rather after after scoping that nine five nine in person at uh, Radwood. Mm-hmm. A mil five. I'm clicking fucking buy it now on this F40. On the F40, on the F40 bro. This shit is hot. It's got that the visual. nine looked so froggy. Yeah. It was so froggy. They're a weird Dude. shape, right? Yeah. They're a little bit weird. Weird. Yeah. They're not and, pretty. And you get inside it, and it feels like a $60,000 yeah. 9 Remember I stuck my head in yeah. there, and I was like, oh, this one looks like mine. Yep. <laughs> Except well, look, for the G on the shifter. You, you, right. just, you just drove... Uh, 
you know a 755 horsepower Corvette. That, yeah, like we're we're we are approaching the end of what we can do in terms of speed. Maybe not maybe not the end, but we're we're sort of like pushing this boundary out. I'll tell you where we're at the end of. We're at the end of my reaction time. Yeah, I, I, my reaction time can't get any faster. So you can make the car but, faster. I mean, but, but that's a track, right? Like, so mm-hmm. you you get that on the street, and it's like if it's so fast on the street, an F40. I've driven a. Volkswagen EOS that had more horsepower than the F40. I oh, drove. the HPA one. I drove <laughs> that, that EOS. So it was rocking. Those guys are the best. Six hundred horsepower all-wheel drive EOS. Yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest thing ever. Their their uh, uh, have you their Scirocco uh, build is the anniversary one. It's carbon fiber wide body Nurburgring Scirocco racing car. Eight hundred and fifty horsepower. Wow, really. This is a common. God, I love Marcel. Those guys are so he's awesome. So, he's the best. Um, so, but anyway, um, the F40, uh, US spec F40 is like 550 horsepower. That's the HP one. Yeah, that's the EO. Uh, 500, that's actually 500 and something horsepower. So maybe not exactly the same, but the F40 was like all the time crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then it rained and then it was really crazy. Um, so. And it felt like okay, I can see why people would pay this for it because it's it's like it just keeps boosting way up high. It, whereas the nine five nine, I mean the nine nine three twin turbo kind of delivers on the promise that that car. It's like here's it's the, the early version, curve. And, yeah, yeah. And so you could, you know, <clears throat> the F forty though was the point where like oh we can't do that anymore. Like, people <laughs> are going to start dying. Yeah, it was sort of like uh, 05 Ford GT. Also, yeah, a lot of people yeah. crashing them things. And they, and what happened to them? They were they just suddenly went straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people were crashing Hellcats. Are a lot of people crashing Hellcats? <laughs> Remember, uh, Bozy tweeted out that photo. It was like thirty cars that had front end damage. <laughs> was, I mean, it was mostly Challenger. It doesn't matter, but it's like that's a lot of power to just suddenly go. Oh, yeah. I picked this up. Check this out, and then yeah. you go. Oh, hi, fro, ah, and then that's it. Well, you wait till till people start. Stuffing these fucking ZR1s into walls, because that uh, the ZR1 is. I mean, it's. I don't know if it's like faster necessarily than like the fastest McLarens and stuff like that, but it has 715 pounds of torque, <laughs> and then it has 755 horsepower, and it, you know, it's like it's the most right now thing possible. I mean, Zach actually. Do we have, is is the export on the desktop? Can we play just like a little bit of mm-hmm. the? We'll just fuck it. We'll play a little bit of the of my track one take. Play the end. Play the la- at the end. I do like adjust the noise for like the last like minute of it without talking because drive impressions are embargoed. But fuck it, I can play. I can play the end where it's just driving and noise, right? Totally. Totally. Play like the, the well, and I mean, the if end. Doug can put his whole video. Yeah, it's true. There. Yeah, it's true. I'm not going to be the first guy to break the embargo, but I ain't a sucker either. <laughs> <laughs> so here's ZR1 oh and Road God. Atlanta. It's um, the car is 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 faster than I am. I mean, uh, <laughs> can you feel that downforce? Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's just it's 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 so fast. It made. I drove. I went oh, back yeah. to back. With this the, is this is the best part. Watch this through the S's. Yeah. Watch yeah. how fast yeah. the S's go by. Watch this into the S's. Watch this squeeze throttle. What? And you have to stand on the brakes right there. That's just the end of the S's. Holy shit! And then, and then the the way it pulls out a seven onto the back straight is just it's so ridiculous. 
It was so crazy. Honestly, like, on the street, the manual's fine. It's a total pussycat when you want it to be. I mean, that's the best thing about a Corvette, right? Like, uh -huh. it's a Corvette. It's definitely a Corvette. It's just a crazy fast Corvette. Watch the, watch this. Third gear. That had a little. I had a. I had a consistency issue with that. I had a consistency issue. That was whack AF. Wait, that's a drive impression. That was embargoed. So I was crossing the kink at 155. On Jalopnik tomorrow, Matt Farah says, <laughs> whack Corvette, Corvette whack AF. No, dude, I couldn't. I drove. I did. I did like 10 laps in a manual. Yeah. It was kind of scary. I mean, like you know the, that P, that that PTM thing. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it you can put it in like stupid mode. You know what I mean? Where it's like it won't let you fuck up at all. Mm -hmm. And it's great that that you can do that and then work your way up to like all the way off. But it is in manual. It's like you. It's so fast that you really do want to have both your hands on the wheel, or at yeah. least I felt a lot more comfortable with both my hands on the wheel in the auto. Um, but it makes it made the Grand Sport feel like a Miata. It's the the Grand Sport feels like so easy. It's like oh, it's only four hundred and sixty horsepower. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, but that I mean that's like uh, you know uh, I pulled onto the highway the, the other day and uh, there was a guy in a Hayabusa and I'm like, is this thing turbocharged? And it was turbocharged yeah. mm -hmm. because I think you just like. It's like heroin. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, now I'm going to... And, you know... There's always There's some, always more. You can always get used to it. But I think... And look, I got... If we couldn't got, get used to it, everyone would still read Playboy. Right. And that would be it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd have those little Nickelodeon... Instead, <laughs> you know, you got 48 Pornhub tabs open, you're like, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're clicking six pages deep, eight yeah. pages deep. Like, no, and I still haven't found the right one. And I'm not being like, yo, you should stop or whatever, but I am saying that, like, the, it's going to... It, you can get in the ZR1 and you could teach someone to drive stick on it. Like, it's very easy to drive. Yeah. And it's a nice street car. It rides well. It rides way better than like a, like a GT3 RS or something like that. It's a beautiful ride. Mm -hmm. Shocking, actually. The brakes, like, holy hell, the brakes. It was, uh, the were, brakes were. They were carbon? Carbon ceramic and they have a special new type of coating. They're better than the Z06. Everything in the car has been upgraded. Everything. Mm -hmm. Gearbox has been upgraded. Torque tube. Like, it's got a dual fuel system now. It has a DFI and port. The blower is a 2.65 liter. <laughs> 2.65 liter blower. It takes 110 horsepower just to run the blower. That's the best. And it's like, I think it's 14 pounds of boost. And it shoots consistent fire, like a like a blue flame out the exhaust. Um, My car shoots fire, but it's only got eighty yeah. horsepower. So literally, ten percent isn't fire, Brad. No, it actually shoots fire. Um, it was absolutely extraordinary. Um, and Andy, the uh, the chassis engineer, said it is possible to to take that kink at one hundred and seventy miles an hour in that car, but I. Fully vaginaed out at 155, which this is the is same the, speed I did it in the 991 Turbo S on the back straight going into yeah, 10. yeah yeah because yeah, it's not straight it's not straight and there is downforce working but I I just wasn't I wasn't brave enough mm -hmm. man I think like maybe if I had a, a telemetry based lessons for a day with a pro and got 
really the you know was shown that it can be done and, the, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing like i could get there but it i got i got 30 35 lap 30 laps in the car and that's not enough to to go 170 across sure. that kink sure, sure. but um but uh well, randy well, was like, out there and set a time like oh, a, sure oh. he i don't well, i don't know if it's been released whatever it was but he set a time that was impressive by everybody's standards well, that's, yeah. that's like nearing an active aero car. I mean, it puts a thousand yeah. pounds of downforce in. So, so your your experience with cars has been thousand horsepower street cars, and then like the race cars you've driven are lower powered. So, I think taking that kink at that speed, you need to have that experience of this is what downforce does. Yeah. I trust it, and yeah. you know I can go. Well, through and like speed. the Ford GT, and you could feel it working. Like it in the Corvette, like it it it's it's not so much like downforce as it is lift negation mm-hmm. until a certain point. Mm-hmm. And that point is like, you know, like over a hundred miles an hour. Like it's happening at that point, but like, it's not the kind of downforce. It's 950 pounds at top speed. Oh, and okay. top speed is 214 miles an hour in this car, by the way, which they showed us a video of them doing. That's with that wing on, it'll do 214, or with, with the lower wing. There's two wings. Right. The low wing, it'll do 214. It'll do like 205 with the high wing on. That's, um, that's bonkers. It's a, and there's I have no question in my mind that it'll do those speeds. It isn't the motor is. Can you in that group of pictures, Zach? Is there a picture with the hood up so you can see the size of the hole in the hood? Because it looks there's a carbon cap. Mm-hmm. On the there, yeah, there, uh, uh, that one. Can you full screen that one? Um, the entire uh, center section there, which you can tell. So there's like three pieces of carbon. The entire center section is the intercooler on the blower. Um, and there, if actually they said that that, that carbon piece, if you wanted to display your intercooler as opposed to that carbon piece, because on Instagram people were like, man, why they cover it? Mm-hmm. They covered it because it actually looks quite nice, and it's yeah. a nice piece of carbon yeah, yeah. fiber. But you can t- undo four screws, and the casting of the intercooler looks sort of like it looked in the old C6 ZR1, mm-hmm. like not quite as well finished. Mm-hmm. But they are actually like we showed it off in the C6 ZR1, and then people like it looked too good, and people thought it looked fake and plasticky. So like we didn't want to overdo that, but yeah. like you can you can take that off and display it if you want. Chevy Is there says, a picture with the hood uh, up because the engine? Is huge. I saw that picture on your Instagram <laughs> with the dude looking through the window. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Jason Harper. And yeah. the engine itself is so fucking big. And they had it on a stand at uh, at the the track next to the LT4, the Z06 engine. Mm-hmm. I swear the engine takes up like. Oh, there. Thanks, Zach, from the video. The engine takes up in terms of like physical volume. Like fifty percent more space there. Yeah, <laughs> the size of the fucking engine in this car. So great. Wow, it is yeah, a massive, this. massive, massive, and and the size of the hood. Oh, like you could have like dogs doing tricks through. The- <laughs> <laughs> it is so cool. It's got dude. How many heat exchangers does the Veyron have? Ten. Mm-hmm. Z ZR one thirteen heat exchangers. Wow. Dude, and the, that front fascia, it's like, I think it's 40% more airflow. Dude, these these cars, I will give these guys credit. The Z06, none of these engineers want to hear another fucking peep about overheating cars on the racetrack. <laughs> because this thing's got cooling up the wazoo, and they were running these cars pretty good. Um, you know, only like five laps at a time. And it wasn't super hot at the track. It was like in the 60s. But... um. 
cars were the 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 temps were all right where they needed to be, and I think they've. They said they said the the horsepower rating is at a hundred is heat soaked at a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So any conditions better than heat soaked in hundred degrees, it will make more than seven hundred and fifty five horsepower. Wow. Yeah. In the morning we got out and it was like in the high thirties. It was cold in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, Taj Uchter was like. In this in this weather, he's like this thing. It could be making like up to eight hundred and fifty horsepower. So you should warm up the tires a little bit before you fuck oh, around. Man. And I pulled. I got in the car and just like pulled out of the driveway and fishtailed. Pulled nice. me out of the driveway. Nice. I was like, oh no, this is gonna be a long day. Yeah, cold tires in an eight hundred horsepower car. The car sounds is fun. so 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 fast. So someday when we're all in our little pods and Jeff Bezos is harvesting our stem cells, it'll be like. <laughs> Before we go get in our autonomous pod, go to the coding factory or whatever, yeah. we'll be like, man, remember when the Corvette had 850 yeah. horsepower? Or cars then will have- And you could buy it with a regular license? <laughs> I know. I, I don't want to be the guy who's like, I wish you had needed a license for this, but like, but they the, do include free racing school, and you okay, should that's take it. Yeah, yeah the, if you get a ZR1, they'll give you free racing school at Spring Mountain, and you should take it. This will be the 930. In 30 years, people will be like, remember when the people said the ZR1 was yeah. scary? Yeah, it's, now it'll... <laughs> which, thank God for modern tires. <laughs> well, that brings up a good question. Like, So you said, you know, this is as fast as things kind of should get. I mean, and, I, and I don't so want to be the guy who says that, but... Well, it's... We aren't evolving quick enough true. to deal with more, right? Completely true. So where do we think... Because obviously more power is good for marketing. You have to make something faster than the last thing. So where do we think they're going to put their focus? Are they going to go lighter weight? Are they going to go so. well, the, balance? Or like, the mid-engine you know. is where they go from mm. here, right? So, it's just, but, so lap times will continue to be the measuring stick, but maybe not adding power to everything to get it. I don't know. Uh I don't know because you know Alex Roy's thing about like well do we have series automation or parallel automation parallel automation is basically uh, automation of tasks where you make an error and the car corrects for you so the theoretical uncrashable car uncrashable car and like would a, will a 911 turbo be the fastest non-crashable car first Possibly. That would be awesome. Non-crashable car production record. Seriously, <laughs> it's like, that's like bumper bowling world. They, like, world they record. put like they put like my grandma in, and she sets a Nurburgring record. I mean, knowing what I know, like no, having spent some time with the Corvette guys and the Camaro guys, like the team, like that might be the last crashable car. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, the last crashable car is gonna be worth a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> the last crashable yeah. car is gonna be. It's like, like it's, it's like Carrera GTs now on Craigslist 2050. It's gonna be like crashable car. I yeah. know what I have. <laughs> Oh man, Mustang Crowd Killer Edition. <laughs> yeah, the Widowmaker is like the crowd. The Widowmaker. Oh, the Widow's not you. It's uh, it's everybody at your cars and coffee. You know, I just I want to be able to feel the wall. You know, that's that's kind of what I'm into. So, but like, yeah, you get you get you get these things that protect you more and more, and they already do. Like, I mean, all the all this stuff that people complain about trash control, ABS, all, it all came in 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 racing to try and make drivers faster. Um and so like our that variable dial traction control. Like, oh, in the AMG GTR, that's cool. Yeah, and yeah. I do find, like you said, in in uh, I'm just like the in the ZL1, um, it does it will let you be an idiot if you want to, um, but in some of the in some of the, like the mid range stuff, you can't switch all that off sometimes, and it's it's there. So I kind of feel too like we're get, we're approaching this thing where if you can't get any faster, then you have to kind of you have to feel something. So instead yeah. of ju- instead of it just being a Model S dual motor 
you know, punishing your intestines. Like it's got to, it's got to do, it's got to have flow to it. It's got to be like the Miata kind of. I thing. agree. The Cor the Corvettes, both Grand Sport and ZR1, were excellent in the feedback department. I mean, yeah. the inputs, the steering is really nice. The brakes are good. The shifters are. Although, it's easy to miss fifth and end up in seventh. That bugs me. Yeah. And what bugged me even more was I asked the engineers. I was like, you know, Porsche does a really good version of this where they have a detent like going into reverse in a BMW. So you don't accidentally end up in seventh unless you really want to go to seventh. And it's very nice. Whereas I ended up in seventh on the track, mind you, uh, a couple times going to for fifth on the back straight. It's it's not it's there is a detent there, but it's a very shallow one. And they said they hadn't so much as sat in or felt the other one the competitive one I was like you guys gotta try other stuff I'd be interested I think it would be really cool I don't think they need to do this but it would be cool if they had like an equivalent to the 911T where it was just a 6 speed with maybe shorter gears oh, that'd be so cool they, but like, they, just, the gas guzzler thing you yeah. know they they need mm -hmm. that And I, although ZR1 has gas guzzler tax obviously right. but uh, the, the Grand Sport has no gas guzzler tax yeah. which is nice um, and actually, in you in ZR1, you don't get cylinder deact. They they really just threw it all out the window. You don't get de-cylinder yeah. deactivation. You don't get the skip shift. What's the? They said, fuck it. What's the MPGs? Oh, it's shit. They yeah. I, they they didn't actually even bother didn't telling. Even tell oh no, actually no. That's I'm I'm I, I said it's shit without thinking. They said that it is possible, possible, to crack thirty. Is no. possible in seventh gear. What? They said they, um, no Andy or Taj, one of them said they went on a 500 mile road trip and saw mid 20s. And it's that not, it is yeah, possible. All we had to, to do was 30. take the supercharger but off. Automatic. No, it, de it decouples. It's <laughs> oh, got an really? it's, Yeah, it's got an electronic oh. decoupler. It's got a whole bit. It's got a bunch of shit at seventh gear. At Dude, this thing's got legs. Long, mm. long legs. It's seventh mm. gear on the highway, 75 miles an hour. You're turning 1500 RPM. So Whoa. if you decouple the blower, you know, and you've got all the, <laughs> all right, this guess how big the ZR1's throttle body is in millimeters. A uh, hundred and nineteen. It's the largest ever put onto a GM vehicle. Uh, it doesn't C help. C note hundred. It's ninety five millimeters, ah. which it's like if is is this? It's like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's about this size. Like, Your head, judging by this the, camera, it's yeah. like goggles. like my ski goggles. It's like wearing goggles, ski goggles that would fit on me. That's the size of the throttle body. They said, what did it was it six hundred and fifty? Oh, what was it? Fuck! How did, it, oh, there was the some crazy math formula of the the amount of volume of air and fuel. Said on the auto, someone said on the autobahn they went through a tank of fuel in 15 minutes, which I think is pretty funny. That's pretty great. We were going through fuel pretty quick on the track. It's it's uh, it's thirsty. It also is. It has the loudest idle of any production car I have ever heard. It's like we were inside doing like the track briefing, and they brought the cars around, and it was like. You're fucking kidding me, right? This, and they, and all they were talking about was how loud they were. So happy at how loud it was, they were like, <laughs> "This is the most powerful, fastest, and loudest Corvette ever." That was a talking point. <laughs> loudest. It's so funny. It's just, but that's so great, right? Like that's, yeah. That's. I mean, 
I love that this thing would is is like, well, you can't take it to Europe because it'll like take people's ankles. Yeah, it'll off. saw people's ankles. Around. It's like, well, too bad you're weak European ankles. Yeah. Like, it does have a quiet mode. It has a it has a quiet mode that is reasonably quiet, actually. And then yeah, pull up the picture of the wing there, Zach. So the wing is um, I I made a little joke of this on Instagram, and I wasn't clear. Uh, I wasn't clear with the facts. So the wing is actually bolted to the, the uh, bumper. It goes through the bodywork mm-hmm. to the bumper. Consequently, like other Corvette wings that are lower, it doesn't um, lift up when you lift the hatch. So, you know, you for most things, it doesn't really matter. But when I was putting my camera case in there, it's like, Wah! you know, you have to do a big up and over and your opening is kind of small. That's mm-hmm. So that's like... That's the only like real point against. In every other way, like it's just a Corvette, which is look at the clearance there. When I open the hatch, they really they designed wow. it nice. That wing, it's got fucking arrow. This thing, the the front splitter isn't just a splitter. It's actually an upside down wing. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the underside of the front splitter, it's actually got like an upside down shape to it. It's very, very, very cool. Car is really, really neat. They, 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 they made these things so fast. It was faster than me. So while you were on the uh, ZR1 launch, I was in Southern California experiencing the glorious Toyota Corolla hatchback and <laughs> and the and the new Avalon. <laughs> And? They launched them both together. They're, they're cars. The Avalon was the only car on that list of uh, vehicles likely to make it to 200,000 miles. It was the yeah. only one thing that wasn't like a body-on-frame truck. The yeah. Avalon looks like it has at least as much cooling as that Corvette. It's, it's got to have 13 heat no. exchangers, right? No, because everything below the badge is blocked off. Oh, I know it is. That giant grill oh. has nothing in it. Really? Yeah. To, no. Can you give me a picture of the Avalon? I it just occurred to me like I couldn't Look pick out that. an Avalon at it's it's it's, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. It's awful. Just, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, it look. Can you? Okay, that's an Avalon. Yeah. And how is it? How's the Avalon different from a Camry these days? It's bigger. It's bigger. It's yeah. a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's significantly bigger. I mean, it's it's just. It just doesn't look like anything. It looks like it could be any car anywhere. Well, I think that they went bold with it, but they went too bold for a, for an Avalon. What's like, your definition of bold, I sir? Well, I mean, it's, it's got this like seven twenty. It's like, got this like seven twenty s side vent thing that looks out of place. That's down like there from a La Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, that does look weird. It, it's it looks so like out of place. <laughs> the tail lights stick out from the body like six inches, which is weird. Uh, and then the grill is literally the entire front of the car. It's just it's and the grill. The front looks like car. an Elantra, kind of. Oh yeah. wow, it's a lot. There's a big black and all of that is there. just plastic. Really? Yeah. No. no. Everything above the badge right. is where you have uh, your inlet. It looks like an apple core. <laughs> like if you you just turn on its nose and just like shove the apple in there and then it cuts everything. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the Toyota sedans right now because they're mm-hmm. just. It's just a lot of sharp edges. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have uh, an uncle who was like a diehard Avalon fan. He bought like six Avalons in a row. It was the last uh, vehicle sold in North America with a front bench seat. Yeah. And he had a bad yeah. hip. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's why he bought the, bought the fucking but his, I mean, but his wife had a good wrist. Is that why they had a bad seat? <laughs> oh. oh, Dick and Mary. Pull up the interior. Let's see. His the, name's Dick. The yeah. new, the new, um, <laughs> the new interior is a little busy wow. for me. 
Oh, it's got the, what? Is that a tablet? What's going on in the center stack? It's there? actually no. It's uh, multiple pieces there, but um, so it's got like this weird, like four layer bean dip of of dash. <laughs> You didn't just think of Bean Dip. I you literally wrote that. No, I literally Bravo, just Bravo, Brownell. Thank you. Thank you. High, five. high five for the Bean Dip dash. It really does look. And it's got this thing on the door at the front that doesn't connect to anything. Like, it's just there. But I do love the colors, and the stitching is great. And, and really, it's a comfortable car. It really has but a it, connection to the actually I believe the the Lexus interior like the center armrest mm-hmm. cup holder area mm-hmm. it looks exactly like Lexus that the left door and the way that door panel is stitched looks exactly like Lexus um well yeah give me a give me a little Lexus there Zachary the dashboard section well yeah see look at that yeah it's not so different no I mean, That's it's definitely a similar design language. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will say that the, um, the brown leather, it's it's on like the highest spec version of the car. It's Coco Mocha. Be respectful. But it's really, brown. it's really nicely done leather, and I, I'll I'll give it that. All right. Um, the Corolla hatch was actually kind of interesting because I I, did, I got it with a six speed. Yeah, oh. uh, Larry Chen was driving that all weekend, uh, week, whatever it is, and posted on Instagram. And kept it yeah. like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? And you know, don't read the comments, but <laughs> but, what, but seriously, what did he? Because he wasn't sorry, he wasn't posting any impressions. He was just saying, what did people think? I think um, that's embargoed too. But anyway, okay, uh, it was. I mean, it's it's based on the IM. So if you've driven an IM, it's it's a lot like that. I mean, they've changed. Some stuff, but it's not much different. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's great for a commuter. It's got a little bit of sporty feel, and you that's know. all you want from a car like that. You know, we yeah. you know we can sit here and make fun of it, but it's like yeah, that, that's what that's totally. for. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and and everybody who owns one, any ninety nine percent of the people that will buy them will never get to within fifty percent of the car's capabilities. Of the like, Avalon? They won't, of, they won't, of either one. Oh, they, the Corolla? Like, the, the, the people that buy these are not, like, exploiting their... They're not going to enter in Formula D? Because exactly. Frederick did. Right, you know, exactly. And, and did well. I think you could... You don't think you could go to get the Corolla and go to track day with your six-speed Corolla? I think you could. I don't think you'd be super fast, <laughs> no. but it's all right. It's okay. Mazda, Mazda 2 the had Mazda a spec series for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Honda, they do run spec Honda Fit at Grid Life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I drove that Mazda 2 that had like full suspension and sticky tires on it, and it was actually could carry. It had really high mm-hmm. cornering speeds. It was like, you know, 2,300 pounds and had 14 yeah. inch slicks on it. I think, I mean, like any new car, it's far more capable than anything that was available 20 years ago. Yeah. So, like, it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's a good car. All right. How much was it? Cheap? They didn't have an MSRP. Oh, okay. So, oh, man, you ever drive a Corolla XRS? Yeah. yeah. Those things are awesome. There's actually a guy who works at uh, the Mercedes dealership where you pick up press cars and stuff, and he has one that's like got Will Woods, and, but it's beige. You know, I'm like, oh, this is the coolest thing because it's, it's, like, it's such an unloved car. Clearly, he got his hands on it and was like, oh, this is actually decent. Yeah. And, you know, that engine's really it, fun. Built it a bit. It has Yamaha-influenced engine. I like the Matrix XRS. Yeah, same thing. Or Pontiac yeah. Vibe GT. Yeah, same, same deal, yeah. Is that the Vibe GT is the way to get one of the steel, right? Is oh, that yeah. G- super is steel? Is it the same engine? Is it the no, 2ZZ? Same car. In the XRS? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the Vibe GT is the same as the XRS. It yeah. is? Yeah. Yes. Is that the same as the... 
As the, the Rolex, Corolla, yeah, okay. So yeah. it's the two Z's. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. But you got to get it with a manual, right? Because the auto will never pull to eight grand. The auto will like always upshift. You don't get into yeah. VT or to VVTI in that engine until you hit like sixty three hundred RPM, and then you get on the. Uh, they are not good looking cars. The no, vibe, the vibes no. are heinous. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, under ten grand, you'd have a hatch that revs yeah, like crazy yeah. and was yeah, yeah. available with a stick. So. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of ugly Pontiacs, um, Hannah, my fiance, loved the tented Aztec at Radwood. Yeah. Sonoma. She was yeah, like, it's yeah. got the tent! Yeah. I was like, you know about the tent? Yes. That, that, that tent was that was awesome. Weird GM cars were thinking about getting an ELR. Cadillac ELR. You're thinking about getting one? You should. Are they? Are how cheap are they right now? Twenty two. Yes. Yeah. At twenty two, that's a phenomenal automobile. Remember that thing, Zach? What? The electric Cadillac. That was like seventy five thousand dollars that we got as a press car. The ELR. Oh yeah, the ELR. The Cadillac Volt. Yeah. I got two tickets in that car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At eighty, it makes no sense. No. Twenty two. Yeah. Wow. Twenty two is a good. That's That's a good good looking Volt. Yeah. 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 Right. About that. You have to deal with Q, but other than that... Ooh, that's true. For 22 and that kind of efficiency, though, I think it's probably a good idea. And also, mm-hmm. it's a great-looking car. It is. Yeah. You can just throw it on Rams. I saw two of them today on my way here, and I was like, yeah, I need to buy one of these. You saw two in one day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you bought a lot of tickets. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? You guys drive anything crazy recently? Oh, uh, well, here's something cool. Um, yeah, Avalon. <laughs> no. Uh, Golf R in Canada... Is available in 34 different colors. Oh, yeah, mm. I saw that. I see that in an ad somewhere. Where did I see that? I don't know. I, I, oh, did you just tweet it? Is I, posted that where I, saw up, it? I posted up something because I went down and there was a. <coughs> I my, had a purple press car and then there was a Viper green one at the dealership. And I'm like, so they didn't make a big fanfare about this, uh, but they have. Uh, you can. There are four. There are the standard four colors or whatever that you see. Red, white, blue, black. Sure. But then they have 30 other ones, which are. Uh, twenty nine hundred buck option. Uh, twenty nine hundred dollar option. Yep, that seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. It is eight percent of the price. Yeah. of a they're golf saying bar. they have a fifteen percent take rate on it though, and you can wow. like literally thirty different colors. Any, I wouldn't be surprised if most people who drive golf R's could afford cars that were more expensive than golf R's, Absolutely. and so they wouldn't. I mean, think about all that stupid shit people glue onto minis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would I, I would guess that the average price of cars I've owned in my lifetime is less than the paint option on that car. So. Yeah, but I, again, the Golf R is kind of like the E46 335. Like it's a yeah. bunch of colors. So, so let me see. Pull, is that an orange there? What's that orange about? They the have top? three oranges. They have copper orange, metallic, magma orange, and TNT orange. TNT orange, I think, looks kind of nice. I'm a fan of that from back here. Let's see if we can pull. So this will all be available in the states potentially next year. Why is this only in Canada? Because Canada is often a test market for um, different things. They try different things out. So we we we, we like. Uh, they're testing friendliness, I think. <laughs> testing for like a while. Yeah. Moose avoidance. Um, the, <laughs> that is the best test. <laughs> so they're going to get rid of the, the bottom four that don't perform. They're going to get rid of them, and they're going to add 10 more. So you're going to have four, oh, wow. 40 different colors available. That's pretty uh, good. And again, yeah, like if you used to buy a 3 Series or something or an IS, like if you can afford an IS350, but you can get a Golf R, you might want the Golf R because the Golf R is like, Tons of performance. It but does it, everything, and, and it doesn't it look comes like in nuclear waste green. Your boss doesn't be like, "Am I paying you too much money?" Like it just <laughs> looks whatever, and you could get cool colors. At what point does specking out a Golf R though get into Audi S3 territory? 
You've got a nicer but interior. Do, yeah, but then you have a you have a sedan. Uh, but then you have you to get like. it in black, Brad. Black. No. They avail- They had that available in Viper Green. It was dope. And, and I you know. can get a manual. On an Audi, you can get, uh, isn't it $2,500 BTS? Yeah. It is, right? Yeah, something like that. In Canada, it's probably, the, what's the conversion? It's like $75,000, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. Like This thing is basically the same price in Canada as in the States uh, until you do the currency conversion, then ours are much cheaper than yours. Oh, really? Yeah. Is cheaper? So, so yeah, so we got like I drove one of those. It's cool. Um, HPA's got their uh, you know build package on it. I want to go drive, which is now basically making M4 power. Yeah, uh, I drove APR's later. Golf R that had yeah. a, a big turbo on it. Did you drive that fucking thing? I didn't drive APR's, but I drove O34 Motorsports. It was a, a, one of those these cars with a big turbo on it is a missile. <laughs> does does uh, APR do anything to the Haldex? Because that's the HPA's cool stuff is that they've actually cracked Haldex, so you can. Mm, why did I think this had a Quafer Wave Track or something like Could that? Could be. Yep. I don't know. Can you go look at APR's site and see what their Mark Seven Golf R package looks like? Because HPA is is completely cracked. They can they can be like hundred percent rear if you want. Like that's gangster. Wow. There, yeah. It, well, they, they dude HPA's they put TTRS gearboxes in the car. They do a yeah, bunch of. I mean, uh, but like, if you don't want to go to that level, if you just want to be like, I want a, uh, it's a hybrid turbo. Um, so that you want a turbo uh, intake manifold and software for. Um, both engine and uh, transmission. Transmission. They prefer DSG, but um, you you could do it to manual. But transmission and um, all wheel drive control. Um, you can do a drag setup. You can do and you can switch it all on the fly. So you can do a drag setup because they got their you know, Texas model stuff. You can do an eco setup and just run the front wheels. Um, any any luck over there? No. Nope. No. No luck. All right. Well, but yeah. I mean, I think it. Uh, Marcel was saying like that engine is. There's so much room. They left tons they of room. They did leave a lot table. of room on yeah. those in those engines. I just I don't like the character of the engine that much. It's not like they're fucking fast. The, but what, the 2 Yeah, it just doesn't like inspire me in any way. It doesn't really. sound really that great. Yeah. yeah. The five is great. The five it cylinder is badass. Awesome. The TTRS was real, real good. And the RS3 is real good as well, even though I haven't driven it. I just assume it's the same thing. Right? I drove like a five hundred and fifty wheel TTRS and it was it was great bonkers. right yeah yeah, yeah. Those, things, those things like run in the high 11s with the APR on them yeah with, a, with just an ECU bass. tune they yeah. go in the 11s and that no yeah they go in the 11s with just a tune and then they go with it with that hybrid turbo and exhaust and intercooler they run like a 10-3 the one I in the one in Alabama had 660 horsepower that was nice it was Drove very good it was like and it was like five parts right mm-hmm. so exhaust intercooler the tar- hybrid turbo tune and like an intake manifold or something. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, simple and it yeah. was running well in the heat and it drove great and it felt. And that was the you know the old generation. Now like the new one has way better turning and steering feel. Yeah, everything. I mean the, the new one is like a it's a good car, very good sports car. You drove it on the track for a drive last year. It was awesome. It was mm-hmm. like a rally car. It 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 was a really good like. Good, it was like halfway between a rally car and a supercar. It was lovely. Get, That's a good you, combo. You, you get that thing with like even it doesn't need more power, but because I'm me, seventy five <laughs> extra horsepower in that thing, and we do with, with a tune for sure. And that's why the RS three is going to be yeah. so rad. Someone didn't someone run in the tens with a tune in an RS three? I think someone ran in the tens. That's, that's insane. I swear to God, that's crazy. So can you look up APR's RS three 
I'm telling you, someone ran in the fucking tens with like two parts on one of these things. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. I don't know if it's on their website or if it's in some fucking forum. Because um, everything you read on a forum has got to be true. Right? No, but APR <laughs> was doing it. It wasn't like. Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't like uh, a conspiracy. Or I actually think it was a customer. A uh, 10, 10, 5, 10, 5. 10, 5. APR oh, stage man. 1 RS3. 10, 5 at 127.6 miles an hour. Wow. That's so cool. What happens if we play a YouTube video in a YouTube live stream? Does that. Are we going to get in trouble? Can we just play it? Uh, it may flag us for you know you, playing someone else's content. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we probably shouldn't go. I mean, people, you look. It's it's a look. car pointing down a dark quarter mile. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna sit there and then it's gonna start moving, <laughs> and then a clock's gonna say ten point five. And it's an eighteen second video, so that's a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. But I mean, that's really cool for a car that is like kind of like a you know compact ish. Dude, sedan. that's like a fifty four thousand dollars sedan with a fucking mm -hmm. computer on it. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, to run that speed, you needed something that went... Couldn't do it. Bowling ball. That may have to be the next car, man. 10-5? Just here's here's what... Just so you know how fast that is. I just spent how long waxing poetic about how scary fast the fucking ZR1 is, right? The quarter mile for that car with 755 horsepower is 10-2. At probably, 134. Probably traction limited. Of course it is, but we're still talking about a 750 horsepower sports car. That's a little, so somebody's that's a little gonna sedan. Put, somebody's going to put slicks on it, and they're in the nines. Yeah, uh, who, who the that street speed guy or whoever who yeah. got his ZR1, he ran a 10-1 on drag radials. Wow. Um, getting in, I, I don't know if he has a stick or an auto. The, with the stick. auto, I th he has a yeah, stick? Yeah, he has a stick. Oh, wow, he ran a 10-1 with, with a stick. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I bet if I bet that would be a 10-0 or a 9-9 with the auto yeah. for sure. Yeah. The auto is good at banging full throttle up shifts. I'll, gi I'll give it that. It's Actually, it's good at two things. It's good at going very slow, and it's good at going very fast. It's not good at a sort of spirited three-quarter speed canyon drive. Where it goes, it doesn't like snap. You know, oh, the, the transmission is not good. The, yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. Um, and the GM guys, the ZR1 thing, were all like, "Leave it in D, leave it in D. It's better than you. Leave it in D." I was like, "Why would I buy a hundred and thirty thousand dollars sports car to leave it in fucking D?" <laughs> and they're like, "Cause it's faster." And I'm like, "You guys, all you ever think about is what's faster." Mm -hmm. And they said this. They said that we, they were talking about GT350R. Like, do you like that thing? I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, who doesn't like that? And they're like, we don't like it. I'm like, why not? And they're like, the engine, like, it revs to 8250, but, like, it doesn't really make much power past, like, 7700. So, like, why bother? And I go, have you heard it? Cars? Why but, bother with cars? And it's like, why eat ice cream? Yeah. You know? There's, I mean, it, it was a <laughs> very a interesting... Point. Well, it, it, it was an interesting mentality that so clearly led to a car like the ZR1. You know what I mean? Mm. Why does it need to shift fucking smooth when you're in manual shift mode? You shouldn't use manual shift mode. Well, they also... <laughs> Why does it... You know what I mean? These are also people that live every day in Kentucky. Oh. Uh, so, Detroit, mostly. Oh, really? Yeah, cars developed in Michigan. Oh, well, I think okay. it's just like... Well, still, okay. I grew what, up in Michigan. Like, I know those people. <laughs> I mean, look, it's just the mentality of... This thing is... It's the fastest, so just let it do what it is, and you go faster, and it's like... But I don't want to go faster. I want to have more fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. But again, and again, that comes down to the idea of like 
as we approach the limit of what our reactions can do and what we can do, it's like either you buy a car that will let you go faster despite your bad habits, or you look for something that gives you sort of that like 80%, you know that 80, 90% thing you get on a great canyon road? Yeah. And why I prefer, track is great, like you 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 see your limitations, you work on them, you feel like you improve at the end of the day, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then there's guys who are at a higher level who are competitive, and, and that's a whole different thing. But if you get a great, great road, it's more, you just get that flow, and you're not thinking about anything. You're maybe not listening to anything. You're just just banging through the gears. I, I got lent an, an Exige S1. That's uh, probably fun. And it's just, you don't, and the roads were kind of a little wet um, and cold. And it it had like a it was a little <laughs> and, and there was deer and children and I was, no, was running no from deer. the cops actually no, <laughs> no deer but just like that kind of like it required concentration to drive and I find that really you know relaxing and meditative and 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 uh, one of the things I love about driving is that you don't you know you don't feel the urge to check your phone if you're driving properly in a well set up car kind of yeah thing. I, I I agree with you I do think. It's cool that manufacturers outdo each other and that, you know, that, that fucking Chevy will sell you a 750 horsepower Corvette. Like, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, but, um, I don't, I don't think that that, I mean, I don't think that car is for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. that's, I think if people are really honest about what, what they want out of a sports car, most, most people can't handle that. I don't, I don't think I could. I'm not, I'm not sure I want that in my life. This is Grand Sport on a road. Yeah. That's the shit. I think, I think that, yeah. You want to be mm -hmm. able to touch full throttle once in a yeah. while, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to have to be on the floorboard, but if you have a car where you literally can't ever go flat, it, yeah, I think you just have too much power. <laughs> like, you know. I, maybe there's something wrong with me. I enjoy floorboarding. I do too <laughs> once in a while. No, I, I mean, in, in really slow stuff. <laughs> I think that's because you don't get to drive enough really fast stuff. Sorry, Brad. I've driven really fast stuff, and it always seems kind of like eh, it's fun. You don't, what about you? Don't like a little faster? I love fast. A faster. I love fast, but I love fast on a track and on the street. I love slow. I understand that. Like, um, I mean, I've been at Road Atlanta at 150 in the rain with, uh, you know, a Porsche driver ahead of me that I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. This is the greatest thing in the world. But That's then, the only way to make Road Atlanta feel that fast, yeah. right? Because Road Atlanta's so big. Yeah. If you don't have 500 horsepower, Road Atlanta feels uh -huh. like you're crawling. Uh -huh. And and I, I love power. I love power. I love power. People say I don't because I, because I, I drive. I think it's because you defend your 912. I, I love that stupid car. Yeah. I drove it across the country and back, and it was great. It was 7,000 miles. I did 1,000-mile days. I camped every night. It was awesome. It was so much fun. I mean, I understand. I know that. I know it's I not your thing. You have bond with your car. I just yeah, yeah. a little, a little more power than that. Maybe. It's an That's awful, a, a little more power. Nine twelve e. It's an awful, awful, terrible car. I don't need that much, but Matthew. I do need more than that. I'm so enthusiastic Maniac. about. Yeah, I'm so enthusiastic about the the Radwood era. But not the fast Radwood era stuff. I like the the you know slow burn kind of thing. Yeah, I'm I've, weird. I mean, I've driven a lot of really slow cars. Tell me more about the Liata Caballero. Uh, no, the what? <laughs> a Liata Caballero. What's a Liata Caballero? It's the finest car made in Post Falls, Idaho. It's a Chevette <laughs> that's meant to look like a Monte Carlo. 
and it is horrendous. <laughs> a liata. It's, how do you spell? It's, it's how do you spell it weighs liata? Seven hundred pounds more than a regular Chevette. Oh my! It's like a Zimmer conversion on a Fiero, right? Uh, yeah. Except Kinda. except the Zimmer is cool looking ish. How do you spell liata? Uh, you spell Liata correctly, but you spell Caballero incorrectly because that's the name. No, not two L's because they didn't spell it. Because it's not Caballero, it's, 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 it's Caballero. It's that's uh, funny. L-E-A-T-T-A. I thought you were just being really white, but in actuality, they were being really white. This car is so obscure that Google's like, did you mean this? No, no, no. Okay, Zach, it's L E A T T A. Liata. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Oh. A Liata Caballero sounds like the car from the fucking Simpsons. Look at it. Look at oh it. Oh, it's beautiful. Some of these photos God. are mine. Yeah, right there in front of the American flag. They did also do photos. sort of like an El Camino. Holy shit. <laughs> that is the greatest. That is. Have you driven one of those? Yes, I have. That is the worst car I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever someone made that and then went, "Yes, we're yeah. done." This well, is right. <laughs> someone someone made it and they bolted it to a thing that wobbled outside a supermarket and then wow. someone cut that off and started driving it around. It All right, really how do you describe really... this on the radio? It has the the nose of a mid-70s Lincoln. Run a Lincoln into a wall and then yeah. back it up yes. into a wall. <laughs> like, I, I, I and put headlights back on. I mean, oh, it looks it's like it's good. it looks like it's six feet long, maybe. <laughs> it looks like it should be sixteen feet long. Yeah. It's like if you took one but of those personal back doors off. If you took one yeah. of those personal luxury coupes, like, and then just removed the where after where the rear window meets the trunk, you just cut <laughs> straight down. It looks like a Pontiac Grand Prix had a flipper baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Are the fenders paint? I'm I'm a few feet from the monitor. Are the fenders painted? Is that a paint like a painted no. on sprayed on abs no, or no, is that no, metal? No, it generally it's it's all no soldiers out. Okay, so. those are fender flares. <laughs> that is pure pure bondo, man. That's so <laughs> it's really bad. bad. So I've driven like the worst possible slow cars and the jolly. Like arguably a jolly is a is as fun as you can get from a slow car because you never want to go any faster than you're going. The Fiat, yeah. Can you give a Fiat 600 Jolly? It's uh, it's a, it was a car designed to be used as a tender for people's yachts in Monaco, and that's mm-hmm. actually true. It's oh. a beach car, and I've driven yeah. like you know pre-war Rolls and stuff like that. So I mean, I I I, I <laughs> enjoy- wicker fucking chairs. <laughs> Throne clear. So I love stuff like that. Uh, you say throne clear. Throne clear. Throne clear. That's great. Um, so like I understand the oh, the so joy nice. of driving that, but you 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 have to have it like there has to be sort of a balance. So I drove uh, last weekend. I drove a um, uh, Hayabusa powered Caterham, um, which was lovely. And motorcycle engine cars are really interesting because they aren't. They are really fast. Uh, my friend Adam has the, I wrote it up for Roan Track, and I'll write the Busa Caterham for Roan Track too. A mid engined uh, Kawasaki powered JDM Mini. Rockin'. Mm. Because you have to wind them out, they don't really, they're not in traffic, they're not that fast, but when you like find a decent road, you just like really have to. But don't you have to also like wind the fucking shit out of them and dump the clutch to get them going too? Uh, little bit like it takes a little bit of finesse like it's a sequential gearbox whatever but but like again the gt350 um there's it ha it's not slow down low but you you want to wind it out you want to work at it right yeah 
And there's, I think that there's, uh, we're still looking the at The pickup that. conversion, oh, Caballero, is really fucking terrible. I mean, I would love to talk about swapped motorcycle engines thing. Oh, pull, go back. Let's, I like the full gallery. Get, bring that up, Zach. Cause we only got the one picture. I don't think everyone, zoom in. I don't these think are everyone all, got, the these are all my perspective. Photos. <laughs> oh, these are your photos. Uh, at the top. Yeah, my photos. <laughs> Would you say you're a Caballero enthusiast? I would say not. I believe that the original article was, I drove the worst car in America. And I'm sorry, do you say this was based on a Chevette? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fuck, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. So Look, scroll brutal. down a little bit. Look how puffy everything is. That's a that's a uh, right there in the dashboard. Uh, inaugural, maybe the inaugural or the second one, but the Lama, the Lemon Show. Oh yeah, uh, it was like worst in show. It yeah. actually looks like it shares a steering wheel with the early '80s Aston Martins, the two spoke oh. downward bent steering wheel. And same I, guy uh, that owns this also has the second ever uh, Concord of Lemons worst in show. Which and was I, what? It was a. Nissan. Look at that. Bro, what's happening on oh the right God. side there? That's the best part. What's happening there? Is that a pouch? <laughs> it's a satchel? So it's a marsupial. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you keep your young? It's the dash scrotum. Why is the steer... Wait, why is the steering wheel the same upside down in this picture that is in the other... Do the spokes actually point up on the steering wheel, or do they I, point down? What, well, I, if you turn the wheel... I don't remember. No, what, I know what? it turns, but either this... Car is posed exactly no, like no. the other one, or is the steering wheel supposed to point? Uh, oh, D no, it's not. Car. Okay, I don't know how they attach the steering. This wheel. dash is amazing. Mm -hmm. It looks like a a diaper was glued <laughs> where a airbag should go. And it's, and it's now I thought it was the glove box at first, but below it is a glove box. It's a glove box. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a stup absolutely stupid. It's a car. It's where you put your change. He actually, the guy who built them actually built like a 50s looking one which is not so bad it looks like a little Ford business coupe and you're like oh okay well they, they wanted something more efficient that looked like a bigger car and blah 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 but then when it got to this generation where it was oh, all no. like the opera window looking stuff yeah. it just did not sir let me ask off. you a question do you like your grand marquee but you hate parallel parking because <laughs> I have something for you in the briefcase I have next to me <laughs> I mean it's Ross Perot as a car I could make you <laughs> so bad what color do you want Want your Landau roof because I could do brown, tan, or brown or tan, maybe even brown or tan. Do you want a mezuzah? Because I could put one in between oh, so your brutal. opera window. Wow, it's fucking really, well, I'm, really I'm bad. Glad I was able to educate. No, yeah. Do you know what the modern movie. version of this is? Have you seen the the N two A Motors? No, you must have. Mm. It's N two A Motors, and it's these. Uh, these really oh, yes. bad fifties like oh, do they Corvette do the, body. Do they do like the Corvette? That they looks put, like yeah, front, yeah. Oh, that's the sixties one. That's one's not. That's not even the worst. The older one. That, that one. Oh. <laughs> it's trying to be like a fifty-seven Chevy on a Corvette. And for body. some reason, they also seem to have Resvani Beasts on their website. I don't know why. But uh, what the fuck is going on with this? I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. Uh, Talk amongst yourself. No, yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. But it's the 789. Oh. That's what it's called. I don't know why it's called that. Oh. That that has about the same proportions. <laughs> Can you pull that Do you that think over? it was because it was inspired by a 56 Chevy, but it's the 789? The 5.6. 789. Oh, I mean, pull it over now. 
Get it on the it's, get it on the screen. It says it right there. Me, Inspired it, by classic Chevy models from fifty seven, fifty eight, and fifty nine. Oh, okay. That oh, makes okay. more sense. The seven eight nine embodies the best of incorporating designs that with with have that have withstood the test of time. Oh, boy, is he wrong about that? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, the wheels really make that one. What are those wheels? The proportion of that is awful. Yeah, they, that's, that's the thing. Good. They always they never look right. And it's a lot of them. A lot of these other ones. When I see people who say they're gonna make a, you know, I want to make a new. That one's built. It on looks an like XLR. a Challenger, but that poor what? XLR. XLRs oh, look XLR. great. Dude, I, uh, AI Design built a wide-body XLR with molded cool. flares on it that looked really, really good. They looked way better than they were. Yeah. I, God, they really shot themselves in the foot by using that North Star motor instead of just a stupid LS, didn't they? Mm -hmm. They'd be great if they were, like, LS, you know, convertible, hardtop things. The supercharged ones were kind of neat. The Vs? But I weren't still, like, 100 grand and, like, yeah. not as fast as a Corvette? Yeah, That's and they were only available with a... With an automatic, I really so. like the car casting thing where the um, the mom in Sons of Anarchy had, a, had an XLR. I thought it was. I was like, oh, oh perfect. yeah, um, uh, Peggy Bundy, right? Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, product placement. Well, no, because it was like they weren't selling it at the time. It was kind of like, a, hey, plastic surgery oh, kind of went it? okay on our Corvette, and and it so it's it oh, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. The years do not line up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's an editorial aging, decision, huh? Aging thing. We I, watch um, I, when I go in, I have in the gym instead of just putting on music, I go to like Apple Music videos because I'm like, oh, we'll just put the music videos under the TV, and there's some. Snoop and Dre videos from the 90s and early 2000s yeah. are so full of product placement. Yeah. Like the Chrysler Citadel SUV and there's Beats and Hypnotic and all the shit. Every 30 seconds is a product placement in the video. It's amazing. How how much they just. I remember shove when in that there. got in movies with the Audi when in Iron Man when it was like mm -hmm. the Audi he almost runs them over and it's like Audi badge yeah. for some time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Linger. Okay. Yes. I, I, I really I've interviewed a bunch of uh, uh, picture car coordinators over the years, and it's really interesting. I think when they they have the uh, ability to or allowed to match cars with characters because it doesn't always happen that way. But in uh, in like um, Fargo, for instance, um, if you've seen Fargo, the kind of uh, unbalanced uh, character there, uh, Peggy, I think her, uh, her name is. They she was supposed to have a Chrysler Imperial. Um, and the car coordinator is like, oh, what about like a Corvair? And it's like it fits the character really well because she's kind of literally unstable, and they give her a literally unstable car. Or um, the uh, the the I just uh, went to the Man in the High Castle um, uh, studios, which is shot in Vancouver, and they're kind of pairing like old Japanese cars with like the characters who go with them. So like a stoic guy would get like a less fancy old Japanese car mm -hmm. from the Lane Museum or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like a, ne like a Prince. Ne yeah. <laughs> a yeah. Prince Skyline 1600 or something. I probably made that. Well, they gave... Uh, I, the one thing that stood out is they gave a... Um, they gave sort of like this femme fatale character a uh, Kaiser, which is that yeah. Kaiser Darren. <laughs> yeah. With and the slide, weird the, sliding the doors. The doors slide, yeah. The, yeah. And it was so cool because it looked like they shot it in sort of at night, and they but they put the car kind of like glowed because they, they it was like yellow, so they kind of lit it cool and um it's just kind of neat when they're when the, when you type you talk to them and they're like an, actually a car guy and they're like well I like the character of this car. And kind of match it up with uh, with what with what the show's trying to do. I think that'd be a fun gig. 
matching cards with characters. I think yeah, it'd be an easy, not easy. It'd be a, it'd be a good way to spend your time. Yeah, it's fun. I, it, it uh, from what I understand is like being a card coordinator is a huge pain because they're always like if you want to do old stuff it's always breaking and you need it to like mm. run for five minutes and then shut off and then yeah. gotta get in and it's like oh I need a shot and it's like well we only have one you know Datsun 1600 sport yeah like back up move forward back up move yeah. forward back up move forward <sighs> yeah but it's uh, but I mean it's a uh, uh, it's a whole thing like it's a it's this, this hidden industry that goes on and I'm sure it, it, if you guys have talked to the I forget what the picture car company is out here that does like that like rebuilt the Ecto one and stuff like that. Like they. Oh, well, they we had really cool we had Joe Walzer on who rebuilt the Back to the Future A car, yeah. and me and him were like nerding out on super yeah. crazy, super in detail DeLorean shit for quite some time. I just went to visit that car, the Peterson. It's nice to see it. Yeah. The car's fucking sweet. It's so nice. I have nothing to do tomorrow. I think I might go to the Peterson. Go to the Peterson. Yeah, you should. You yeah. have. Have you been since it opened? No. Oh. I mean, I've been in the building. But so I my honeymoon was actually in the vault at really? the Peterson when they were closed. Oh, that's cool. Because Blake Z. Wrong was working there at wait, the time. Wait, like you put a, set up a cot and stayed in there? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we visited while it was closed. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I kept I, my no I kept questions. two cars down there for like six months. I also took a trip to uh, um, Singer, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Singers, they're doing. It's smaller than you think, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I told my little, wife. It's a little place. I told my wife we're here for a week. I get one car day, and we did a bunch of car stuff that day. It was cool. How did she? How did she handle she it? She was Jared? great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been with me for sixteen years. She knows I'm she knows car guy. Too. So Hannah, Hannah, I brought Hannah to Radwood Sonoma, and she yeah. really enjoyed herself. Yeah, there was a lot to see up there. Yeah, that was a weird event. Cause there was like other, there was like the lead, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, billet proof, billet proof, and then there, there was, was Concord of Lemons. There was shit going on. A bunch of stuff from the Gambler Five Hundred. It was a, it was a cool event. Yeah. It, the way I described it when I wrote it up was uh, that it was like it was kind of like a Comic Con for cars. Yeah. Because you, you know what, no matter what you're into, car wise, there's something there to enjoy. So. Yeah, and we picked the right corner to watch like the last thirty minutes of the Lemons race too, yeah. and she was like awestruck because yeah. there. I mean, you know, watching Lemons, oh, you just got to watch one corner. Yeah, and we happened to pick the corner next to where the rescue trucks were staged, and the rescue trucks weren't. We watched for half hour. The rescue trucks were parked for maybe two minutes. Right, they were just out and out and out, and she's like. She's like, what the fuck is going on? And we're from where, you know, Sonoma has great elevation, so you can see, you know, in Lemons, they put so many cars in the goddamn track that if the if the rescue truck's out there, like, you get a traffic jam and, like, you could actually be stopping, really mm-hmm. stopping on the track, and, like, it would snake the whole way back up the track. It was crazy. Watching. I've never, like, watched watch like that. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. We went back on Sunday, my wife and I, and we sat in the stands and watched for about an hour. It's hilarious. It was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's cool. If you ever want to, the best racing you could watch is Lemons Racing of in course, person. I sold her on on buying a Boxster, so I have a Boxster, and I you sold, do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I sold her on the idea of buying a Boxster because I was like, these are so cheap, they're going to go up in value. And then there was two of them at the Lemons race, and she's like, "How's that value doing for you?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, they're racing Boxsters and Lemons now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how many penalty laps they're getting. Not many. <laughs> 
they're because, not it, worth because much. the likelihood of finishing is so low. Yeah, it's got to be a two point seven, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, or a two five. Mine's a two five. Oh, mine's yeah. a ninety seven. I love that dumb thing. Does it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It runs great, and I'm trying to do a hybrid with it. So I'm sorry. Yeah. A yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, a hybrid, like I electric have, hybrid. I have three really dumb projects, but yeah, electric hybrid. Okay, yeah. Explain. But, so <laughs> if what? if you if you put like nine nine six Carrera four front suspension, uh-huh. then you have axles. Yeah, and you can just bolt a, a electric motor to it. And run front wheel drive electric horsepower, just on a button. Yeah, <laughs> and and you can run it push to like, pass. Yeah, like yeah. And all right, okay, then. hang on. <laughs> well, so I live in the same town as the Teslanda guys. Oh yeah, so so, you, so they can help. Yeah, and and I went to their shop. And how and, much is the Tesla motor? Uh, probably more than I would put in there. What do you I'd, what do you I'd, get a volt motor or something? Well, so one of the guys that worked on Teslanda is working on this idea to uh basically he's pumping up leaf motors to like three hundred horsepower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, Well the problem's not the motor, the problem is the inverter. So he's custom building inverters for leaf motors so that they don't explode the when you in- run So the inverter he said if you run a bunch of power through the inverter, it just melts. What does the inverter do in an electric power train? No idea. I leave that right? to them. <laughs> Is it the thing in between the battery and the and motor? The, and the motor, yeah. Is it an inverter? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so, so yeah. So that'll melt. So it'll make, be, he's making that so it doesn't melt. Yeah, yeah. And you'll have a 300 horsepower leaf motor. I'll have more power to the front wheels than I will to the back wheels. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like an instant front wheel drive button. Wait, yeah. so where do the batteries go? Passenger seat. It's gonna be a track car. <laughs> oh my god! God, yeah. Help you. yeah. Well, uh, Saturday I should be. I'm set up to drive an electric nine one two. My friend. Has <gasps> oh really? And it's a really cool car. It's super you want to do a back to back with my eighty horsepower? I do not. <laughs> Where, is it? Is the electric? Is the the where's the weight distributed? Uh, it is distributed on the floor and in the back. It's uh, lithium ion. It has a. It's basically a, a modified. Um, um, it's electric. What are the, you know the guys who do the electric yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's two hundred horsepower, two hundred foot pounds of torque. Retains dog like manual, uh, and it's actually called. If you want to look it up, it's called Electro Portion. If you look up uh, like uh, um, Electro Portion, my last name, it'll show up. I I did a, something on it a while ago when it was in Vancouver. Single speed. Uh, yeah, there it is. That first picture. It is uh, no. It's a five speed manual. So how does that work? No clutch. It's an. It, there is no regenerative brakes. It's Boxster, Boxster and Cayman blend. Uh, I don't know why it went on though. There you go. Oh right, somebody borrowed my pictures. Uh, they uh, had permission. They had permission. Um, so that's uh, that's okay. Just, it was just, it's a pretty beautiful car, right? It's a lovely car. It's got the steel wheels. Uh, yep. Are the steel looking wheels? They're steel. Those are steel. And, uh, so how do you drive a five-speed manual electric car? It, you drive it like a, well, you you don't use the first. You don't use first because it's got tons more power. Okay. So you just use the top four, and you just cannot stall it. It it just can't. Yeah, because yeah, the engine just comes come to, to a stop. stop. Yeah. Well, how does the engine be- behave in between gears? Uh, it has a flat torque curve, and it pulls right up to red. But it does, does it, have does a red it line. Rev like just, an engine, a normal engine revs. Like, do you do you heel toe? What do you do? Or do no, you, you don't heel toe because you don't have to. You don't have to match anything, right? Like, it's just there's no. I mean, 
it, it is just providing motive force. You don't have to you don't have to worry about um, you just don't have to worry about the engine uh, falling out of its power band because the power band is flat, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to worry about accidentally stalling it. It has way more power than you you feel you need to use, and because it's a 1960s car, this is like a 67. Uh, it actually makes quite a lot of noise, which you, like, like the, a, the Starship just, Enterprise, like, yeah. which is dope. Like, yeah. it really, it really like feels. You're oh, like, there's the yeah. Pull that picture cool. up, Zach. Like, That's interesting. So it does not look like this anymore. He's just had a bunch of Tesla batteries put into it and had it reworked. It makes uh, considerably more power, or whatever. But the guy has had like seven or eight Porsches. He uh, he electrified his. I vent. love the gauges. Look at that. How That's cool nice is build. that? That's Those very are all nice. Custom built. It's got a. It's got a, like the traditional gauges, but then one of them, sort of like they do in the new 911s, is fully digital. Yeah. Fucking cool. So. Uh, that that's great. That's an EV West build. I hope to go talk to those guys as well too. I'll oh, this is EV West. Yeah. Oh, I know them. Yeah, Shout I, out to Michael. I like what I like. I, I like that idea of you know. Uh, I feel in the in the now or in the future. Uh, I don't like when I I get what purists are doing, but I really love when they're uh, when they are upset um, yeah. <laughs> because. The the uh, along with that uh, Hayabusa powered Caterham, that photo shoot was with a guy with an Integra Type R powered JDM Mini, and he was like, uh, you know, I've had a Skyline, and then I bought this Mini, and I tuned it up, and I wanted to build this project. Um, but he's like, the classic Mini guys really are kind of maybe not offended, but they don't like it, and he's got this little. Uh, crew of JDM Mini guys, and they like lower them, and they backdate them, and they do this, that, and the other thing. And it's like there should it's cool when there's ultimate flexibility about what you do to your car. Yeah, because why not? Like that, your Lee Keens, you know, nine six four backdated. That's so cool. Yeah. And well, I, I think they don't. They get mad when you put different engines in them. When it's not the. I don't give a shit. Let them do it, but. Try different things. Like, why not? Like, no. Back in the day, like uh, all the cafe racer guys with the motorcycles, they were like Norton Norton frames and Triumph engines, and like they, people just mixed and matched stuff. My dad put a Alfa Romeo, uh, or yeah, Alfa Romeo seventeen fifty engine into a Ford Cortina in in the sixties. Oh, probably kind of fun and, because it wasn't that anything before before there was a Lotus Cortina. Maybe, probably not, but also like. They're just. This was in Belfast in in the sixties. So it was just like, I feel like the rules that the purists apply now to make things quote unquote period correct. Yeah, they didn't. Well, exist. there was yeah, there was no there was no period. <laughs> so like period period correct modifications, super cool. Yeah, uh, but also it's kind of cool when people do resto mods and uh, I think all that stuff is just why not. I am about it. And electro yeah. electro resto mods, why not? Yeah, the Teslanda is. Those yes. guys are very optimistic about so, uh, about just, the future of electric hot rodding. He just ripped a two four. What to sixty? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah. Why not? Super yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> What's it running the quarter? Is it going eights? He hasn't done a quarter yet. <laughs> He's taking it to the quarter. He put drag radials on it and then snapped a lower control arm. So. Yeah, it seems like it would be yeah. eating itself. Yeah, yeah. But this, that thing is really cool. That's an 81 Honda with a Tesla drivetrain. Mm-hmm. Badass, man. Yeah. Uh, my, my personal motto is nothing is precious. It doesn't matter. Do what you want to do. I feel it's some, it's all stuff. I feel like like some things are precious and should be preserved if they have particularly great stories behind them. 
but yeah, like you said, the, there's no reason that that stupid 912 Targa that's for sale on Bring a Trailer should be put on a pedestal and like, oh, like. Yeah. I would put an electric motor in that. That'd be fun. Yeah. And, and like as a, uh, you know, as a beach car or whatever, like drive around, if, if you knew that every time you got into it, you would start up and you don't bother. Yeah. I drove the, the EV West and- Beetle that was great. It was the be- by far the best Beetle I've ever driven. It was like super, super fast and it had, it had regen. It was AC yeah. powered. Mm. So you could just drive it with the accelerator pedal. You could turn up the regen and like just it would it was basically like break when you just lifted. It was really nice. So you yeah. get all the romance of the of like that 1960s thing, and you go cruise along, and you're in something that doesn't look boring, and you can see out of it. And then you know that it's gonna. This guy's build was. Uh, you knew that it every time he got in it, it would go. Like yeah. he bought a he bought a, like a mod. Moses range, about eighty miles. Yeah, that's so pretty not, good. Not great, but in Vancouver where everything's kind of like packed in for the kind of driving he was doing, he's like, yeah, I go like drive across a couple bridges Sunday morning have my coffee whatever he had like he had, I've got other cars yeah um, you, you can know. do a daily commute with 80 miles most you know most, most people can yeah yeah that's cool good for them do we got anything on the uh, super chat if y'all are out there what do we got a couple hundred people on this thing yeah we did we had a few if y'all want to get in a question we got to <laughs> wrap this shindig up in I don't know 10 12 minutes or so but, uh, and uh, get up on the super chat on YouTube if you want to Ask us about anything that's going on on the show. What do we have? Not at all car or guess what? Crazy ex girlfriend stories. Also, also, have I been in a fist fight? Mm-hmm. I have not been in a fist fight since I was like ten. And <laughs> right? I, don't, I don't think I want to count that one either. Either I'm not a fighter. Um, crazy ex girlfriend stories. There are a few. There's the one who fucked Jaime, the karaoke guy. <laughs> The karaoke DJ, yeah, that the that was a good one. The karaoke legend in a town of a yeah. thousand people. There's that one. Uh, there's the one that I I arranged the slap. <laughs> I I had to I had to get in a restraining order, but I couldn't get a restraining order unless uh. someone hit me in public <laughs> on video, and so I set it up that she would hit me in public on video. Nice, it worked. I didn't need to get the restraining order. She just went away. That's that's probably the but she's still probably the best one. I got her to hit me in public on video, but you didn't need the restraining order. No, After because she, she you, was she no, just she was so embarrassed about what she'd done because oh. she did it in a bar and oh. she got thrown out of the bar in front of like all her friends for doing it too. Yikes. I provoked her into doing it and she did it and she got thrown out of the bar. What did you say? She was like, "If I see you at this party, I'm gonna punch you in the face," and I was like. That's so convenient. I really, I really <laughs> need her to punch me in the face. I bet you won't. <laughs> so I got to the bar early, and I noted where the cameras were. And mm. when someone told me that she was there, mm-hmm. I stood where it was like where a great, well-lit yeah. shot. Nice. And I had my hands clearly behind my back the whole time. And <laughs> I just, I forgot what the exact words were. Whatever I said, she punched me in the face. And I was like... Who saw that? Like, it was like one of those. They threw her out of the bar. I hope that's a good story that was worth that. 80s Scirocco versus 80s GTI in the U.S. for evidence. Have you driven both, Brendan? Uh, GTI, I have not driven a Scirocco, but uh, like collectability-wise or what? To drive? Mm, I think in either case, Scirocco wins. 16-valve Scirocco's are boss. I think Scirocco wins in cool factor either way. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But I, dri- I have driven both, he- and except for the little factor. bit of wheelbase, they're like the same. Headroom not, factors a little bit. Hmm. Camisa a bit has that really worse. nice '80s one, right? Yeah, it's really nice, and it's I think broken all the time. If yeah. I'm if well, I'm not mistaken, well, you, I think you it's, did say Volkswagen. I did. <laughs> '80s Volkswagen is broken all the time. But he, I, I really like the original GTI. I don't know the Sirocco. I think the proportions always looked a little odd to me, so I never fell for it. Like the Corrado, I'm a huge fan of. Sirocco, just like the hood was a little too long, and I mm. think there's something about the GTI that's just um, very like quietly sturdy, I guess. A buddy like of mine playful, in high school but, yeah. had a Scirocco, so I've I've always kind of loved them. That's a Germanic, that. Germanic love poem, by the way. I find you quietly sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> you are my beautiful you are my greatest said love. To me. Yeah, I've never been so attracted to you because you are just quietly strong. Yeah. You are very, very sturdy, <laughs> you, and you have such a nice golf ball shaped <laughs> shifter. <laughs> You never speak out of turn, but I like that. That's so reserved. Uh, what else we got? Steven says, what do you say? How do you all justify driving cars that get bad gas mileage? What makes sports cars any better than big diesel trucks rolling coal? Well, there's uh, there's definitely... Uh, anyone want to take that? I did. Uh, okay, sure. We, uh, I've got two kids. Uh, my daily driver is a mildly modified STI hatchback that gets really bad gas mileage. Um, but uh, I suppose we drive it a little bit less than we would if it was, I don't know, something that we just didn't think about. <laughs> we have a we have sort of like a pipeline uh, issue going on in BC right now. We're trying to build a pipeline between Alberta and BC, and environmentalists do not want to do that because it's a pipeline. And uh, it may drive our gas prices even higher. So we, we do get penalized for driving uh, a more expensive car. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe you're a little bit more conscious about when you drive it, where you drive it, drive it for fun, more than just commuting it and never think about it. And you're driving some crossover that probably gets the same fuel economy. And in terms of uh, better than a big diesel truck rolling coal, I mean, if your diesel truck is smoking a lot, then you're probably not making as much power as you could be. Uh, I remember that's the Gail Banks theory. That's the Gail mm-hmm. Banks theory is that it's what didn't it's wasted. Uh, wasn't there just something uh, Bob wrote for Road and Track today about the new M2 competition getting 400 horsepower because of the emissions testing? I did not read that, but it says something along the lines of like. Uh, they were able to find more efficiencies in the engine because yeah. of emissions testing, and it made more power. So, yeah, I think to answer my answer to this guy's question would be that in my personal life is I don't really drive a lot of cars personally that get horrible gas mileage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a, a a Mercedes SL that gets like twenty five miles a gallon and a four cylinder Focus RS with a turbo on it that's not that terrible and. I ride a scooter most of the time that gets <laughs> yeah. 80 yeah. miles a gallon, yeah. and I my Mustang gets terrible gas mileage, and I drive it about 1,500 miles a year. Yeah. So it's like four, four or five tanks of gas a year, maybe, maybe. So like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm of the opinion that sports cars typically are very efficient. Um, Especially today, yeah. Yeah, modern sports cars are, are pretty efficient at how they make power, and if you're driving... A car. I mean, maybe not like Hellcats and shit, but like if you drive a 911 or a Corvette or you know even even something like a Mustang or a, a turbo car, and if you're not like hammered down all the time, like you'll get okay gas mileage. My uh, the 912 is actually my best fuel economy. It gets 33 yeah. highway. 
So I mean, yeah, I, I drive around two-seater and one-seater vehicles. I don't mm-hmm. drive around in a giant Super Duty by myself. Right. So well, for me, it's like, the what's the me. intent? You know, the intent of, a, of driving a, a performance or a sports car is I'm going out to, to experience this vehicle, the G-forces it gives me, the acceleration, all that. It's like you're getting a lot of tactile feedback, but the rolling coal thing, the reason they outlawed it is you are literally just trying to blow yeah. as much smoke out the exhaust as you can. You're you know, like you're, it's like you're trolling the environment, but the right. joke is on you because you have to fucking breathe also. You did that. Right. <laughs> yeah, very good point. You know, it's it's not like bad gas mileage if you're flooring it in a ZR1 is is a consequence of trying to drive fast. But blowing lots of smoke out of the exhaust because you've tuned it to do that, that's all you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that, that would like be a my burnout. justification. Like rolling coal is like a burnout. It's like well, yeah. I don't really do yeah, burnouts. I think that's a bit, that's a good well, conversation. I can't. I think that went without. Yeah. I used to. I kind of gave it up. Remember that uh, you were on the Panamera Turbo launch in Victoria, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that, there was a protest against the racetrack. Uh, we were there like the day before the American launch or day after, or whatever. And oh, I did not see protesters they, there. They no. were there, uh, and we I rolled in to the racetrack in the Panamera on electric modes. It was yeah. totally silent and causing no problems, whatever. And they're like, Rrr. and then uh, and just, you know whatever, fine. It's their backyard, and I I whatever. But then like right behind us was a lifted you know thirty five hundred ramp, and they were, he like <laughs> honk, it, their signs are like honk if you hate this racetrack. He honked, and then he just like laid down this smoke screen. <laughs> and I was like. Are we? Is there a message being missed here? Yeah. 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 Anyway, thanks for your question, Stephen. I appreciate your opinion, even though you sort of condescendingly wrote that question, like <laughs> as if the fucking four of us are the problem. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, my WX channel, actually, he posted his question below his um, Super Chat post. He, oh. he got it wrong. So he said, why won't Subaru update the STI engine? Oof. Uh, well, uh, they eventually we're going to get the Ascent engine in it, but my, I feel like they know that the enthusiast community uh, knows how to make power out of this. They know the problems with it, which are tremendous. I, I have one of these things. It's really annoying. Uh, I'm super irritated that they don't make a WRX hatchback anymore or Crosstrek Turbo. But... Uh, I feel like it's a cost issue because uh, some of the stuff costs uh, quite a bit more in Japan for like whatever the equivalent of the EJ207 would be. And I feel like they're waiting for the Ascent to come out. And then that will be the next, you know, we'll get a turbo outback and then we'll get uh, some modified version of that for the STI. And uh, and then the WX would get a detuned version. Like I, I feel like they just ride it out as long as they can because they know that uh, when Perrin gets a hold of it, uh, when a rally team gets a hold of it, they know what's wrong with it. They know how to strip it down. They know how to build it. Um, yeah. it's a good answer. Thorough. I just think they can. <laughs> I think they can. They, they run it because people are still buying it. But this Type RA thing, that seems like a last hurrah yeah. for something anyway, right? It's like a $49,000 STI. Like that's, that's something's last hurrah. At least we can hope. I drove that. Did you drive the RA? Uh, nope. I, it was actually, you know, it's one of those things where a lot of small changes adds up to a car that um, does actually feel remarkably I different. I have two friends who took delivery of them, um, and both of them are like, you know, long-term Subaru guys, and uh, one guy actually had a S207 in Hong Kong, which is really cool, mm-hmm. uh, really cool build. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think again, I think that uh, 
that is sort of a lost last hurrah. Um, I feel like it's very possible that the next generation Subaru traditionally screws up the first generation of STI <laughs> when they do a new one. So like the 08, they had that horrible Impreza GT oh, yeah, thing, yeah. and they put traction control on it, and it was, and it was kind of very sloppy. Uh, I feel like they maybe didn't make that mistake with the with the other one, but it was definitely the cars definitely are like worse, and then they get better. Um, so the next one could be like I don't know. It'll be a mess for two years, and then it'll be fine. Yeah. Fortunately, resale values will stay strong for you. Um, last one before we get out of here. He gave us a pronunciation this time. Ryukachu, back again. Currently underneath your 540i. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Hopefully, props for logging in. Though, do we need to <laughs> do we need to call somebody? Are you trapped? <laughs> I mean, you should really ask more specifically if you'd like help. Um, we have to do a one take on the Zombie Two Twenty Two EV in Austin. The torque spec will melt your brain. What can you, Zach, that's, figure out? That's got to be the the five. What is that? The five ten, the electric five ten. Oh, is it have Ooh, some? That sounds like a good thing. There. What is that? By blood. <laughs> Bloodshed Motors. Oh, what a Mustang. great yeah. fucking name right. for a shop. Bloodshed oh, Motors. I busted a knuckle today because it's in a shed and it's bloody. It's a. It looks like a '60s Mustang, right? That looks sweet. What does it say? '60s Mustang electric. One point seven nine seconds to sixty. Fuck. It says, it runs, <laughs> runs a quarter in nine point eight nine at one forty. It'll run a standing mile at one seventy seven point eight miles per hour. That wow. crap is crazy. That's I love awesome. 177. Oh, so do you much. want here? You want one more ZR1 fact? Uh, car and driver grabbed one and took it to the Texas Mile mm-hmm. without asking, mm-hmm. and took the wing off and ran right out of the box. Stock car, stock tires with no wing, ran 190 mile an hour standing <laughs> mile. <laughs> um, yeah, That's yeah. Fine. That blood bloodshed motors. I mean, I props to them. What yeah. a great name for a shop. I love a I love a name like that. It's cool to see people having a lot of fun with the EVs because it's like, it seems like a lot of people just see that's where it's headed and instead of just resisting and going, I'm just going to keep building gas engines. They're like, oh, let's see what we can do with this. Like the guy that brought, he brought an EV A86 to Hoonigan and it was like a drift car and it's mm-hmm. got a handbrake and everything set mm-hmm. up in it. And that could be, that could yeah. work, right? How long do you think uh, the electric motors would last doing like drift runs? He said he was doing uh, hot laps with drifting at Laguna Seca. And it was doing fine. I don't know how long. Oh, he I wonder ran how long for, you could do that for. But you know, they'll, like they'll for comparison's out. sake, I drove twelve miles in the canyons fast in a Tesla ninety D, and I used a third of the battery. <laughs> in case you're wondering how fast <laughs> that goes through the battery. Yeah, but I mean, a Tesla. It's very heavy it's compared like to an eighty six. Five thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only comparison I've got. I'm sorry. Well, I don't this, like, if one. you're competing in drifting, you're normally doing like four corners you know so your runs are super short yeah and yeah so it, it's i bet you could charge it up and just use you know the whole battery in one day of runs you put a trailer it there you're not yeah, gonna yeah, drive yeah. It there and back yeah no. i mean like how much gas did they fit in those uh little moon tanks used to put on bonneville mm-hmm. runs oh like, yeah, right? yeah like right. it's just what like why not play around with this stuff and I, again mm-hmm. it might not necessarily be this is the future of you know whatever in the immediate but it can be like here's another uh, with your <clears throat> Radwood being like, here's a mix of everything, like just everything, mm-hmm. everything car related is kind of cool in some way, even an Aztec with a tent on the back of it. <laughs> yes. Like, why not have electric cars that can do crazy quarter miles, burnouts, and classic stuff and just mix it up? Completely. 
Completely. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more electric. It just it, we need more infrastructure to I make that it, kind of shit happen around yeah, here. I think electric right now is like the wild west of original hot totally. rodding. Like the fifties in hot rodding, people were figuring out how to hop shit up. I think electric is there right now. I wish it wasn't. It's to me the concepts of it are very confusing. Like no, like battery yeah, inverter yeah, yeah, yeah. motor, right, right, right. but like the concepts of volts, amps, mm. ohms, yeah. watts. Like I, it mentally doesn't work for me. I don't People know. get it. Uh, they will. Eventually. It's the same. I mean, it's the same thing that happens every time a new technology comes out. It's like, well, we should, I, I'll never figure out traction control, and then people yeah. break it. We should get EV West on the show to like That'd give awesome. us like electric hot rodding for dummies. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think we have a good show here. Thank you guys mm-hmm. for coming. What do you want to plug before we get out of here, Brendan? You plug in anything? Are you in town for a thing? Other uh, than Luft? Well, I mean, you can always. See anything I'm doing? I have a website, uh, myname.ca. Um, Bren- that's a Brendan, not Brandon. Yeah, not Brandon. Brendan Maclean.ca and Twitter show that that's on my Twitter as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I have anything particularly cool coming up. There's that uh, I, I just on Instagram. I just have a S2000 powered uh, Escort Mexico. Uh, my neighbor has just oh, done Target Newfoundland. In lovely. So Going to have a look at that, that uh, awesome. later on, but. Very yep. very cool. No, Thanks. no more Liata content for the foreseeable future. <laughs> well, there's always there's always more down the road somewhere. Oh, is that the Escort Mexico? Yeah. Hell Ooh. yeah! That's Pull a, that picture up. That's a dirtfish. That's boss as hell. I'm going to dirtfish for a thing in two weeks, and I'm not Have sure. You been? Yes, several times. It's glorious. It's you a launch thing. I'm doing a thing that I can't. I should check with the th- person I'm going with so I don't get in trouble. But. Okay. Uh, it will be for a thing that is for public consumption sooner rather than later. But before I get someone in trouble, mainly myself, I don't say Best that. place on earth. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah. What about you, Brad? What are you up to? Uh, I My daily write is for a site called Flat Sixes. It's all Porsche content. Um, so you can check that out. I write for Jalopnik every Sunday, all day, eight articles. Fuck. Yeah. All day Sunday? All day Sunday. Wow. Uh, but it's great. I mean, I'm getting tons of views, and people are liking the content that I put out there. Yeah, so. I've read a, I've read a few of your pieces, and yeah. they are good. I mm. saw that you uh, got some uh, striped socks. Oh, but, from Stripe. Yeah. yeah. That. Uh, that. Do you know him? Yeah. Is he like your homie, or you just uh, know of him? I knew of him, and now I know him more because I wrote about the article. Oh uh, well, sure, well let's plug him on the show. He sent me some socks. It's S T R I I P E. Stripe Design. Design Yeah, and he's got like pot Porsche Pasha. I'm wearing the brown Pasha oh, socks right now. Yeah, yeah. He's got Porsche Pasha, and he's got like martini livery. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got golf colors. Uh, I will say they look really cool. I will say I wish they were a little stretchier. Yeah, putting them on's a little putting them on, and I got big, f- big yeah, beast big calves feet. from driving driving st- uh, sticks so much. But uh, they are very. Oh, there it is. The scroll OEM, up. OEM collection is my favorite. I love those arrows. The OEM collection. Yeah. It looks like uh Motorsport collection is like yeah. your your golfs and your martinis. But thank you, Stripe Design, for sending me some shit. Uh so Jalopnik flat dot com. You'll be at Luft. What's I'll the next Luft. Radwood? Uh, June twenty fourth is Radwood NorCal. It'll be at uh Oyster Point in South San Francisco. It's a great. June twenty fourth, though you yeah. said? June twenty fourth. It's a Sunday. Right. I will probably come. Awesome. Because uh yeah. I am now semi local. Yeah. Which is great. Uh what do I have going on? I am going to be at the Jalopnik Amazon party. 
on yeah, April 27th. It's actually sold out. Yeah. Apparently, they had 400 tickets and got wow. 1,350 requests to go. Wow. So come have a drink with me. I will be at the racetrack if you want. I don't do fan meetups, but if you want to come do an activity with me, I would happy to do an activity with you. I will be at Button Willow on May 25th with Speed District. I will be at Willow Springs on June 3rd with Speed District, and I will be at Sonoma Raceway on Tuesday, May 28th with Hooked on Driving, and Mike Musto will be there with me as well. So I got this Lotus Evora for a month coming. So I'm going to do many track days in the Lotus Evora 400. I should also mention, since you mentioned Mike Musto, I I wrote an article on his 928. Oh, cool. For for Excellence Magazine. For (laughs) Excellence. From Radwood comes a fucking Excellence Magazine. I love that. I found uh, in Panama City, Panama, at the airport... An excellence magazine for sale. It was one of like six total magazines for sale in the airport. Wow. And they wanted $24 for it. <laughs> it was the one Larry Casillas' car was in. I was about to buy it until nice. they rang it up. And I was like, mm, sorry, so. Larry. <laughs> um, oh, cool. and I'm, I'm writing a lift for um, Auto Week. Oh, great. So check cool. that out, too. All right. You got many gigs. I, I try to many yeah, gigs, diversify. Hell yeah. Get a few of those, and uh, maybe we can add two more cylinders to that car. You're yeah. outside. <laughs> I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want them. That's, that's a man of principle right there. <laughs> Brandon, Brad, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Live people, if you've, uh, if you've been there, if you're still there, thank you for participating today. All of you who contributed and asked questions in the Super Chat. Thank you. Uh, wait, was there anything else before we got out of here? Someone, did someone just send us money? Thank you, Ian Bennett. You just sent us money. We appreciate it. Okay. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Good night, guys. Thank you. This podcast will go up on the hard line very soon. See you at Luftgegult. I'm out.